Yo, what up, chat? How's it going? Uh, doing something a little bit different. We're basically doing like kind of like a wannabe makeshift podcast. Uh, we might upload this to YouTube. Who knows? Um, but yeah, welcome to Two Tacos Talk About Video Games. And the other taco is going to be Giovanni over here, also known as JoJo. Hi. That's such a weak intro, bro, but all right. Hi. Um, <laughs> all right, so let me go ahead. Bueno. There you go. All right. So, hey, guys, how's it going? Um, I am live here. You see a cat in the background. You see my beautiful, luscious face with my Opie shirt. How's it going? Um, we're going to talk about Resident Evil 8, and we're going to talk about the entire game and spoilers, the ending, all that stuff like that. And uh, Giovanni apparently has a lot of questions, and I'm going to do my best to answer them. So, I mean, honestly, I guess the way to start this out is... Uh, Giovanni, go ahead and tell us a little bit about yourself when it comes to your history with Resident Evil. What do you know so far? Yeah, I mean, with Ari, it's been uh, a long journey, honestly. I got into, funny enough, and I know that this is a sore subject for you, but my dad is in love with the Ari movies. He loves them a lot. Ooh. And so, I mean, I thought they were cool too, and I really didn't have any experience playing the first two or three. But I know four, I uh, I did play four, I think on my PlayStation or something along that line. And I wasn't very good at I didn't beat it at all. And then I know as soon as we became friends, and then I saw your progression through four was like, oh, I this is a completely different realm for me because I, was it the Wii that you had it all like decked yeah. out? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Your Wii, Jesus. My Wii guys, was if, amazing, dude. If you guys would have seen this man's save data on on RE4 for the Wii, it was an OCD's person's wet dream. Uh, dude, it, it was, was disgusting. It was. It was Just uh... everything. And uh, if, funny enough, I will say this: um, through this gameplay, the stuff that you taught me and, and our other buddy Cody. Of like when you would run up and like look at the sky and like see like fucking like oh there's a diamond right there boom oop there's another diamond down here boom and you just shoot shit and like look around that's something i took into like my gameplay this one and i found so much shit because of it yeah um so there's that and then five uh i don't think i was friends with you for or you know we were friends but we didn't talk much but a childhood best friend of mine he got five, and then that was like, holy shit, it's co-op. And so that, I actually, I think five for me might be, I don't know, besides this one, though, fuck. Five was probably my favorite, just because, mm -hmm. like, the story is cool. The co-op thing was really sick. And then from there, I know we played uh, Raccoon City, which was so fun with the boys. Oh, my fucking, that, that brings back some memories like, right the there. The group was so fun, oh. Raccoon City. Um, I for six that one was a little tricky because i got six with the rest of our friend group but that's when you and another friend were playing that but yeah so i kind of didn't finish the six and then seven i for some reason didn't get into that but i saw um a walkthrough of it and i didn't realize just how much if you're gonna play eight you for sure just have to like get informed about seven because i feel like that would hit so much harder especially spoiler alert about like what happens at the end of this how ethan dies that yeah. is so just like wow that probably i mean like did that hit harder for you because it hit it, dude i was choked up because of dude here. i it was insane yeah like i got like really i actually got pretty emotional like you can even see i don't know if you're still watching the live stream 
Um, yeah, the vods. No, I watch. I watch a couple. Yeah, I'm not there oh. yet on your on your vods. But like, uh, let me know when you get to the uh, the Call of Duty part, by the way, because I okay. I go so. Okay, but did it hit hard? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, going back to the question, um, it hit me pretty hard because I was finally accepting Ethan as a mainstay Resident Evil yes. character. Yes. You know, I was finally like, you know what? This guy's been through hell. I've been on this journey with this guy. You know, I I, I survived Dolby, you know, Louisiana. Uh, now mm-hmm. I'm surviving this shit in Europe. Like, I I'm, I'm, I like this character, this character. And, like, they they uh they made him such a bigger character uh, than they did in 7. Like, they actually gave him a voice, I feel like. Yeah, he talked in yeah. 7. But in this one, though, like, he, he has emotion. And you can, like... He was like, a driving factor. Like, he was everything. Yeah, yeah, like, you could feel like, okay, like, there's a scene when you meet up with... You know, again, this is all spoilers, guys. So if you haven't, yeah. you know, finished the game, please don't listen to this podcast or yeah, watch the podcast. probably title your stream Spoiler Talk or something. Yeah, like well, it, it is basically saying, yeah, yeah. you know, uh, yeah, we yeah. talk about... Two Talkers talk about RE8. Uh, here, I'll put... Yeah. I'll put, I'll put in like, Spoilers. Yeah, there you yeah, go. Yeah. Update. There we go. Okay, anyways. So, like, the part where you meet up with Chris towards the, when you're about to fight Heisenberg, and yeah. the, he's all like, yeah, let's get this bitch, and he, like, cocks the gun. I'm like, yeah, let's fucking go. Like, let, let's, yeah. you know, Ethan Ethan has, you know, he, he's finally like, yeah, dude, I'm mm-hmm. trained. I'm, mili- I'm not just a civilian. Like, I actually, I've experienced this shit. And I think I like the characters more besides Leon when they're new, uh, when they're already, like, uh, like dealt with it before. Because, like, sure, sure, because sure. going back, RE7, um, when you first meet Ethan, he just he's just a dude looking for his lost girlfriend or his wife or whatever. Mm-hmm. You know, he's just like, Oh my god, I got a I got an email. She said she's here to come pick her up and it's been like three years. I'm gonna go f-. and he's like, Ah, ah, like yeah, there's monsters, ah, but like at the same time he like he doesn't really get phased by it because they gave him no like emotion in that game. Yeah. Then if you compare that first encounter to, you know, the bio the BOWs yep. and put like Leon from RE two, like remake. Mm-hmm. Remake is the best example, I think him as a new character that like he sees a zombie he's like what the fuck oh like he's like yeah, freaking yeah, out yeah. he's like oh my god like yeah he has a little bit of military back you know the police training but like he's still fresh freaked out yeah yeah, 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 yeah. and he's like oh god like you know you hear him he's like oh shit like oh fuck oh like you know it's i like that and um leon did that the best and then obviously you know now that you know you play other iterations like re4 leon's just a fucking action hero badass you know what i mean because he has a military fucking training somersaulting yeah, yeah. Su- you know suplexing fucking yeah zombies <laughs> and shit and then um then ethan in this game since he has a military background now uh he he's not he's not as like oh god he's like all right i, I can do that he's confident basically mm-hmm. like yeah he's still scared because he's like what the fuck's going on mm-hmm. but he's confident about what he could do see that's what's crazy and then i guess to finish up our first point the reason why I decided to get Village is just because of RE2 Remake. Because to me, the series wasn't like, I didn't play 7. Mm-hmm. And then when, you know, RE2 Remake came out, you're like, dude, it's going to be really good. And then I looked at, you know, gameplay for it. I'm like, All right, why not? I haven't played a scary game because for me, a bunch of scary games are, I'm a huge pussy when it comes to these scary <laughs> games. Like those jump scares. Yeah. I, I love them. I do play them, but it's like, it takes so much out of me to, to, you know to actually play it so it's hard but re2 for me i even i think we talked about this how it was like game of the year for me at that at that point Mm -hmm. that and doom was really close but it was so good because of like the story i didn't know you know the first two iterations of re the story was good like the characters were good everything everything was amazing and so i'm like okay i want that feeling again because i there hasn't been a video game in a long time where i'm like i just 
you know, I stayed up until your live stream until four in the morning yeah. watching you beat the game. Again, I don't with other games. That's really hard. I don't really do that because I'm like, oh, that's really cool or whatever. But you know, I've watched so many speed runs of it, so much gameplay of it, and yeah. And so I'm like, okay, let me get into Village. And then with Village, holy shit, I felt like that feeling of RE2 was like heightened with like my feeling of like some old Dead Space type feeling. Also with some uh, Call of Duty in the in the mix, like yeah, going yeah. dark, some woods going dark. Yeah, dude, it. that shit was so cool. Like it had everything, everything, like the highs, the lows. Um, it was amazing. So yeah, man, that's pretty much my history with with RE. And so I guess diving into like more of my first big question is, so was Ethan? Because like when you are dead, when fucking Mother Miranda takes your heart, right? Yeah. She like you're talking to was it um Alice or what's her name? You're talking to uh, or Evelyn. 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 Evelyn, sorry. Yeah. Yeah, and she says that you uh died when like when Yeah, what's John... up, Ayama? Oh, what's that it... what, what's up, oh, Ayama? How's it going? Hey, Ayama. Um, um she said that you died three years ago. Yes. And so is that when was she when she's talking about that, is that did you become part of the hive mind three years ago? Is that kind of yes? So that's gotcha. that, so I'm also trying to figure that out a little bit too because remember, um, everyone who gets infected by the mold goes, yep. you know, gets get gets added to the hard drive. You know, you be, you yep. basically become data in a sense. Yep, you are the so, hive. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. So technically, um, for those of you who played RE7, you the main character dies in the first 15 minutes. You're actually dead. You die. It's it's yeah. game over um however you you continue on because you actually become what you're fighting which is the molded you become a molded it's 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 a crazy it's a crazy like like oh my god like re you know realization like what what whoa like that like, i kind of want to go back and play re7 now just to kind of get that like be like so i die at this part you know yeah. what i mean like i'm dead at this part and um then you just continue to go like oh that makes sense like how ethan survives that oh that makes sense how ethan survives that like it just makes sense now um, but yes, so yeah, you, you do, you do, uh, talk to Evelyn. Um, she basically, you know, tells you straight out. She's like, yeah, you're, you're dead, dude. Like, yeah, cause I remember that cutscene when he's like dragging mm -hmm. your body and I'm like, oh, so he died right there. Yeah. And he became part of the hive mind. That's crazy. Mm -hmm. Yep. And, um, uh, yeah, go ahead. Sorry. Oh no, no. It's just, it's just like, yeah, you're, you're dead right there. <laughs> that's, like, that's what's crazy. Um, two. And I think my biggest fangirl moment of the fucking game is Chris being such a badass like from the second when you're fighting heisenberg he's like oh yeah i'm making this fucking sick ass car <laughs> with a chainsaw rockets some fucking a machine gun and then you're gonna go out there and just fuck shit up pretty <laughs> much yeah what's up Denison? um, um hey, Clayton, Clayton, but yeah like um, chris dude chris's iterations throughout the game i love the like how it's going i hope mm -hmm. i want to see him be like a seasoned old man like fucking but then you know I'm really kind yeah, of shit going. Yeah, like just, yeah, 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 yeah. That's kind of want to see Chris go forth. Um, and I guess what she kind of answered is, I thought Ethan had some sort of like military experience, or is he just completely since Louisiana has he always just been a civilian through this? So, whole so and when he goes and when you first meet Ethan, he's just a dude. He's just a, he, he's just you and me. He's just some yeah. dude. That he's just like, hey man, you know, I, I fuck, I just rubbed one now. I'm gonna go save my girlfriend now. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? And then when after the events of seven, obviously, um, he 
gets involved with the military with Chris because Chris is the one is the reason why they moved to um mm-hmm. you know to the fucking Europe. And yeah, well like Ayama is saying right now, you know, mold made him superhuman is what she's saying. And yeah. in a sense, yeah, it gave him enhanceability. Like, regener- but, yeah. like 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 Wesker. Think of like Wesker, you know? Oh, that Think of it like Wesker and like Jake. Remember Jake? You remember him? Yeah, remember yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So like essentially, yeah, you know, Ethan is Jake and Wesker Shoot. just just with a different virus. And um so that's why he was able to take the combat training, you know, he was able to survive the military training, you know, do all that and he learned and he just adapted. So uh when he's in Europe, obviously it's like what 3 4 years later after the incidents of 7, um he has a military background. If you look at the beginning of the game, if you look like in his office, there's yeah. a, there's a bookcase, right? I don't know if you saw it. Um, and one of the books that he's reading, you can click on it. He says, you know, it doesn't. It's never too cautious to be, you know, safe about it. Like it's it's a book about like weapons, like how to manage. See, that like, makes rifles. sense because even the way, like, I'm not, I'm no way near like informed, like 100% tactical training or whatever. But the way even he like cocked the gun, and it's like, oh, this yeah. motherfucker knows what he's doing. Like it's yeah. not noob. It's not a scrub just going out there being like, <laughs> Martha, my wife. <laughs> yeah, like 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 uh, when the old man gives you the pistol. Right. Yeah. What's exactly. the first thing Ethan does? I don't know if you know. He's like that. He, che- he checks around, right? He's yeah. Like, he, just... he literally he 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 pulls it back, checks that there's like, there's a round in the chamber, and he pulls out the mag and he counts yeah. it and he puts it back in. You know what I mean? Like he's he's familiar with guns. He's completely yeah. familiar. Like that's and that's believable. Crazy. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, and then go ahead. Sorry. Oh no no! Uh, I was just gonna say like because that's that's what I liked about it though is that now it's believable. You know what I mean? Yeah. I'm this is gonna be like all over the place because i'm just like it's coming to me um you i'm assuming yes you probably stuck through the end credits and saw everything oh yeah the the uh the marvel ending scene yeah 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 so did you see someone walking towards the truck at the end dude oh my god okay so i'm not the only one freaking out about that right Okay. okay, what the fuck does that mean? Okay, so was it is it just me or like when you, you see the car driving away, right? Yes. And the car doesn't have its rear lights on. Okay. Yeah. Okay. And I know I know it's hard to see that I am. I know it's a little hard to see, but there is a there's a shadow of a person that comes over the hillside and they yeah. start walking towards the screen, right? Yep. And then the car stops. Yep. Doesn't the car stop because the red lights come on? I don't know if I'm like I don't know if I'm freaking out about this or overanalyzing it, but like the car stops, yeah. and and uh, Ayama says it's the ghost of her dad, which is a totally possibility. Oh because, fuck! I didn't even think about that. That that is a total possibility. But why would they stop? Why would they stop? Maybe she sees them and she's told like Rose is like, oh, wait, hold on, hold on. Because you know what I thought? I, thought I it just was, got like, goosebumps. <laughs> I thought it was more fucked up than that. You know what I thought it was? What? Because like when she was like getting back in the car, the um the agent guy is like we have a clear shot sir or whatever he's like no no no, i can handle this yeah i thought he fucking they stopped the car and they fucking shot her like with a sniper and then someone you know they were going to like collect her body or some shit that's what i thought it was like that's where my head went but that makes a lot more sense that's fucking crazy if you just see yeah. ethan's like ghost in the like in, yeah 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 well, okay, so uh, one second here. Ayama, maybe they saw flowers or some shit. They're like, stop, those are beautiful flowers. <laughs> or or like maybe she's like, oh, shit, I forgot my phone, you know, at the, at the gravesite. Uh, Keita, uh, what's up, Keita? Uh, he says, it's the only reason why the scene lasts as long as it does is to emphasize that last scene. I mean, possibly. That is the possibility because it is obviously leading into something else, RE9 of some sort. Um, also, really quick, guys, uh, just uh, for you, those of you joining in, uh, we're basically kind of doing like a podcast-esque kind of style right now. Um, if you do have any questions, please let us know. Go ahead and just type them, and I'll try to get to them as 
as we can. Um, but we're basically just going to talk about RE8. So if you haven't just finished the game, too. or yeah, it's, it's random. There's, there's no coordination in this whatsoever. Um, if you have any questions, or if you haven't like finished the game and want to play it, you know, definitely look away or look away. You know, go go somewhere else. But otherwise, you're here for spoilers. We're all we're talking about nothing but spoilers, obviously. Yeah. Um, so yeah, going back to that scene, um, I want to I want to rewind that scene a little back a little bit. So obviously there's some type of time skip right yeah yeah but the question is how far because at this point in time at this point in time chris redfield i would say in re8 is about to hit his 50s (laughs) that's what i'm saying because leon in re6 is in his like early 40s i believe because he's 21 in resident evil 2 Mm -hmm. and then resident evil 2 takes place in 98 and Resident Evil 4 takes place in like 2004. So 90, you know, 99, 2000, 1, 2, 3, 4, that's six years. So 27. And then from 2004 to RE6, which takes place in 2011, 2012, I believe. So what is that? Uh, fucking eight years on top of that? Some shit like that? Something. Another eight years. So like, let's say in RE6, Leon's like 30 something, 30 something years old. Chris is older than Leon. Like, like, yeah. You know, and then, so she said she had like um, tests or some shit, right, Rose? So she's like at least fucking, maybe probably college or like. Late yeah, she was finishing. School. She was. She said she had tests and stuff. So she's either finished high school or going into college. She's a young adult, obviously. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, come on, buddy, not right now. Um, so, but my thing is, my thing is though is because she's part of the mold and you know how they call her evelyn yeah what was evelyn's issue in seven what was what was her issue she aged too fast oh okay and get this get this um because evelyn obviously or rose is not a normal baby not not a normal person obviously because they're infected with the mold too of some Mm -hmm. sort but not infected with the mold because if they did have the mold, they would have died too when, they, the, yep, yep, when yep. the thing would explode. Anyways, so but the thing is, if you look at her birth certificate, either she's just a really big fucking baby, or there's something wrong with her because <laughs> they were born like uh, I forgot the exact measurements, but they were they were just a big fucking baby, like yeah. like abnormally big for a baby, <laughs> and um, like I don't know if that has something to do with the fact that she's it's coming a big from ass baby, yeah, almost like the fucking. The brother of that baby that's chasing you. Oh the God! No. Kind of what do we call that? What do we call that thing? Do we uh, just... Nightmare fuel. Nightmare um, fuel. We call that shit fucking El Cucuy. <laughs> El Cucuy. El Chion. Get El Chion. <laughs> yeah. Oh God. The fucking dude. That. <laughs> you were I born with watching... ski feet. <laughs> I was watching. Um, that's that guy. I sent you a clip of the speedrunner guy. Yeah. Um, and. Even when I rewatched that part or your scenes mm-hmm. when I was watching your VODs, my palms get fucking sweaty, man. Cause that shit is scary. Like you can't see like two feet in front of you. Yeah. And all I hear is it's just all like chasing you. It sounds all gross as shit. Um, uh, Denison says, uh, that thing was a definition of fetus deletus. <laughs> just yeah, shoot I, that I, thing I, out I, of here. <laughs> <laughs> you know? I can get oh god. Um yeah, man. I thought one thing I will say is what really tripped me out was the names. Like I said, I didn't play RE7. I just saw like a basic walkthrough of it. Yeah. Or like a speedrun walkthrough of it. 
So that's when I'm like, okay, so there's Evelyn, there's Mia, there's fucking Mother Miranda, there's like, what's what's um, fucking Thick Mama with three C's? What's her name? Uh, Lady Dimitris. Yeah, Lady Dimitris. That's one thing I wish I got paid more attention to. And if I could play the game again, I definitely, because I'm like, okay, he's talking about her here, that he's talking about yeah. this person here. Um, yeah, because Rose and yeah, yeah all well, that. We could definitely answer some more questions, but I, I one more. I just want to go back to the ending scene again with Rose. Um, oh, Ayama says, "Hey, I'm a cosplay that, and hey, we're looking forward to that. I will, <laughs> I will throw money. We will throw money at you." Um, so going back to that scene though, again. So what? Okay, so remember? Okay, fuck. Remember RE6? You remember Jake? Yes. Okay. See, a little bit. See, here's the thing. I only saw. I don't have that much experience with RE6. Yeah. Okay. But I do remember the char- some of the characters, like Jake. Ugh, I got one of the cat's hairs in my mouth. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, really quick, just to give you history, uh, Jake is Wesker's son. It's, yep, I didn't it, know that. It's all, it's all in there, and he is immune to the viruses for whatever reason. Mm-hmm. Something in his blood prevents him from getting infected by the certain viruses. Uh, yeah, I'm about to cough up a hairball. What's up, uh, what's up, peep? Um, so, he's immune to the viruses, right? So obviously, and he also has uh, some superhuman capabilities as well because he's over there doing, you know, the Wesker punches and the Wesker dodges and shit like that, right? Um, And then the the key here is is like Sherry Birkin. Remember her? Yep. yep, yep. She's the the partner for for Jake in that. And um, uh, I'm I'm really sorry about that, Pete, man. The second COVID shot, it does suck. Uh, Just rest up, buddy. Just rest up. Um, Yeah, jumping back to Sherry Birkin, though. She's also infected with the um uh the g virus right Mm -hmm. and the g virus uh she's able to maintain it because she constantly takes like these uh injections right and but it gives her uh abilities as well she's able to um rejuvenate faster than at the average human because there's a scene where she gets like stabbed by like a helicopter thing or something happens where she gets like a piece of metal chunked into her and they rip mm-hmm. it out and she's like oh this fucking hurts and then he's like and jake's like oh yeah no, you know like yeah, we got we got to find a way to you know do this blah 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 and she's like no just give it a minute and it just starts like smoking like you know when then someone regenerates like in movies oh, and yeah, shit. Yeah, yeah. it just starts doing that and he's just like, like shit. Yeah. yeah and he's just like oh okay it looks like i'm not the only fucking freak here you know what i mean um <laughs> yeah it was like more than half the size of her t- yeah she basically almost got like cut in half it was insane um <laughs> But yeah, he's just like, oh, I'm not the only fucking freak here. So obviously, there's some type of like, uh, what should we call it? Like supernatural capabilities in this game, right? Yeah. Um, for instance, the there was what was the first instance of psychic abilities? There was someone in this game that uh, some one of the characters in the game had an instance of psychic abilities. So in village? No, not in village, but just oh, uh, six. uh, not in six, just like in general, like the RE franchise. I, I know that there's oh, someone. No. Uh, from the video games too. There's like uh, not psycho man, <laughs> psycho mantis reading my fucking um, what's it? Reading my uh, memory card, looking at the fact that I like to play Castlevania. Yes, that's who it is. Uh, I think they mentioned it in zero. Yeah, zero. They they uh, the leech the leech king the leech queen was able to communicate by you know telepath and all that stuff. So mm-hmm. yeah, there's obviously some type of psychic abilities, right? So Evelyn becomes that to me, right? Yeah, so let's yeah. say, what is that ability of hers that she's so like, Chris doesn't even know I could do this. And it's like, oh, <laughs> you know, like, yeah, 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 like yeah. when she said that, I was like, oh, 
<laughs> you're a, like basically a, a mutant. Same, the, like the same thing, kind of. Yeah, you're basically a mutant. Um, so that's, yeah, that's the part that I love about Ari that has like almost that supernatural as as on top of like you know the, the scientific stuff. Yeah, the scientific, the everything else. Um, back to I think I was reading one of the notes that said it was pretty much implying is it umbrella that pretty much set up this whole experiment of like her like doing the test subject about the hive is that kind of what they're relating to how like i was connected to the story or no actually i got confused on so from my understanding and uh chat please correct us if you know more information than we do at any time uh ayama can transform apparently yeah i was busy Um, shitting my pants throughout (laughs) the whole game so um so yeah what ayama just said this is the origin of umbrella so um there is at the very end after the call of duty segment where he's like bravo six going dark uh <laughs> bogey's on bogey's on my go left go with dark yeah. mate oh uh, soap he's like chris he knows you <laughs> anyways um so there's uh when you go to her lab right uh, there is some documents you can look in, a bunch of pictures. It's basically the lore yep. room is what they call it, right? Mm-hmm. And in in the uh, lore room, there is the pictures of like a young Oswell E. Spencer, and he's doing some ex- excavation shit with Lady Miranda. But Lady Miranda is disguised as just some scientist because remember, she has the power of immortality somehow because of the, the mole or whatever. Yeah. Fine, by the way, in her pictures. Yeah, she. Mm. <laughs> um, uh, one second. Kata said uh, Spencer and Miranda shared long talks about their research, but Spencer thought a virus would serve its purpose of furthering human evolution. Exactly. So basically, what it was is um, they shared interest in, you know, figuring shit out about viruses and, you know, finding ways to mutate shit, right? But Miranda's whole concept was that she just wanted to bring her dead daughter back. And yeah, she found yeah, out, yeah, yeah. and the reason why she found this out is because it explains that she, after she lost her daughter to the Spanish flu, she just walked into a cave and was just ready to just die in this and she, cave. And then right? she found it, yeah. And then somehow it. she found the mold, the the, the center, the, the hive mind, and I guess she came in contact with it, which got her infected in some way, that she was able to gain the knowledge and memories of everyone else who has been in contact with the hive mind. And apparently her daughter was in there. Yeah. And so she's like, well, I need to find a way to get my daughter out of there. Right by making the perfect specimen, so that was her whole deal. Yeah. So during her travels and all that stuff, uh, this Spencer motherfucker comes over and he's like, "Hey, I'm I'm looking at some of this shit, right?" And he they share stories, like Kato mentioned, they share stories about like what he wants to do and what she wants to do, and apparently their stuff just doesn't vibe, and Mm -hmm. so they split ways, and that's why he's like, "Oh, you know, it's unfortunate that we had to split ways, but." Um, you're like my muse. You're my inspiration for doing this. Um, and I, you know, I'm using the symbols that I've found around the village as my inspiration to create my own company. That's where Umbrella comes from. Those symbols yeah. were there before Umbrella was even made because Umbrella was found in like 1978, right? And so he uses those symbols because they were just around the village all over. Um, a really cool like concept that I found, or a little cool like thing, was a. Uh, when you're about to fight Heisenberg, when you're about to go into his like his, his sector section of the game, when you put the uh, the chalice and that one thing, yeah. it's an elevator that takes you down. If you look directly up, the thing that closes over you is the umbrella logo. Oh, that's sick. Yeah, I don't know if you saw that, but yeah, if you look straight no, up, it's just the umbrella logo, and it's like, oh, that's fucking dope. Um, so yeah, he uses that inspiration. He makes 
um, umbrella because his whole thing is that he wanted to kind of do with like you know the whole concept of the, like the Nazis or whatever like you yeah. know, we got to make the perfect soldier we got to make the yeah, perfect, perfect yeah so he was okay, like okay I gotta write that down because I had a question about that as well yeah so he was whole basically just like you know I'm gonna use this virus and I'm gonna you know work with it to make it so that I can make super soldiers essentially that I can control uh, I want to you know do all this stuff and bring people back to, you know bring the dead back to life and yeah. um use them to fight wars and make a lot of money and you know what i mean money. like so that's what spencer came and that's when the ph- pharmaceutical company became a thing and then that's that's a whole fucking other thing that we could talk about later um china take my china is gonna get all the money um <laughs> i bet this game was fucking censored like crazy in china was um, it was it even released? Do we know those if this game was released in China? I don't know if it was, because typically they don't allow this kind of games to be released. Oh, was it nineteen sixty eight for Umbrella? Okay, so I was ten years off. Ooh. Bite me. <laughs> um Okay, go ahead. Do you have another question? Yeah, dude. Um when you're boarding the fucking helicopter and then the guy's like, you know, take a look at this and it this he's like they're like working on a new bioweapon was oh. that like was that like hints of like they were fucking trying to test out like a fucking mr x kind of thing because he looked like he was like white and no hair and it was like just straight up like what was that yeah okay so that was um spanish was early 1900s because it was like the oh, okay. bsa so okay so let's go a little bit about the bsaa the bsaa is a counter-terrorist organization that they used um you you, you hear about them a lot more in resident mm-hmm. evil 5 because that's what chris works yeah, for yeah, and that's yeah. why he's sent to africa because that's where sheva yeah. is part of a division of the bsaa sheva, yeah. sheva partner um yeah. so the bsaa used to be a counter uh, counter um organization uh counter-terrorist organization right yeah and obviously uh they became a company or they they started working with the company called tricell which was a subdivision of i believe umbrella in a sense well they they became ow they became umbrella um one second here kata uh so ayama yeah miranda was made immortal by touching the mold uh kata basically it was the world government is building bioweapons to fight bioweapons using the exact things they fight to do the fight yeah yeah so basically what happened is that you know over time they're fighting you know, you know the saying like you live you either die a hero live long enough yeah. to become the villain. So yeah. the BSA was meant to fight um bioterrorism. Obviously they collect specimens. They're the ones who discovered the fact that Tricell was actually working with Umbrella in Africa mm-hmm. to get the progenitor virus, which is out of the, the flower of the sun or whatever it's called yeah. in that game. And um so uh the BSAA is also involved in the uh the organization that Claire ends up working for, which I can't remember the name of it right now, because it's only in the the DS. Uh, oh, what's the game called? It's um the one where they're on the boat. It's with Jill, and then there's two parts to it. There's the one on the boat, and then there's the one where you play as Barry. And I, I can't remember the name of it right now, but um there's a company in there. Revelations. That's what it is. Revelations. Resident oh, Evil- dude, I completely fucking forgot yeah. Revelations. Yeah, Resident Evil Revelations uh has. A lot of stuff to do with Tricell and the BSAA, and you find out like how fucking corrupt that they all are. Um, obviously, the movies too. If you watch the movies, it explains how Tricell also works with Umbrella in a sense. So, yeah. yeah. So basically, what happens is that it seems like um, the BSAA is using their own form of bioweapons, and the bioweapons look like humanoid tyrants. Yeah. Um, yeah. 
because they look like little Mr. X's, honestly. They do, right? Yeah, yeah. And obviously, they're in full control. They're being fully monitored by the BSAA. Um, nice speedrun on standard. Oh, yeah, thank you. Yeah, it, well, it wasn't New Game Plus speedrun, so it was just more or less just like I can shoot everything, survive, run. I just want to see how fast I can get through this. But I do want to do a speedrun where I don't use the New Gun New Game Plus and see how that goes. Thank you, though. Um, so, yeah, I, I want to watch the movies again. The the CG movies, not the live-action movies. Fuck those. Uh, the CG <laughs> movies, um, obviously, are canon. So that's something good to watch. Yeah. Um, I've had to go and watch because I, I don't think I've seen... I uh, own... You showed me one. Is yeah. there more than one? There's three of them. I own two of the yeah, three. I think, I think you showed me one. Yeah. Um, yeah, because at the end, they're going to the fucking headquarters in Europe? Right? In Europe, like, yeah. Yeah, so I wonder if... What's gonna happen? Because this, this I feel like leads to like has to be like another sequel to this like storyline, right? It could be a sequel or it could be DLC. Hmm. I hope it's a sequel though. I would love to see. I would love to play as Chris in first person, fucking fucking shit up again, punching boulders. Like, Dude. I can we talk about Lone Wolf really quick or Wolf Squad, whatever they fucking called it? Yeah, I, I'm upset that because obviously he he's alpha. Because that's his code name yes. is Alpha, which I thought was fucking cool. Yeah. yeah, he's like, "Come here, Alpha, take a look at this." She was like, "Oh, I'm Alpha." Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, yeah. Um, so, I uh, I was surprised that Jill wasn't there, a part of the squad, because you know Jill would have totally be would totally be like part of this, you know? Yeah, this fucking death, all super awesome squad. Yeah. yeah, like this fucking like this awesome squad that's like off the radar, like against the government kind of thing, like. Jill would have totally be a part of that. I'm surprised she wasn't part of it, but uh, makes sense. Hold on one second here. Uh, uh, Pete says, I like the movies because Leon is just so tired all the time and all the, all the bullshit. Yeah, yeah. In the movies, he's just like, again. And then um, Kata says, <laughs> Chris is going to kick down the door and be like, Wesker. Oh, wait, I reflex. Sorry. <laughs> like, Wesker. I mean, Miranda or whatever the fuck your name is. <laughs> yeah. That's um, he's like he's gonna have PTSD from punching boulders. Dude, I absolutely love that like part when you were Chris. Yes, Fuck, man, that because was so nice. I would say one thing about um going back like I was talking about earlier about RE2 remake. One of my favorite characters in RE, I don't know, just because the way he looks is fucking hunk. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Like, and so I, when you, uh, I think it was you unlocked the DLC for it or whatever. Um, when you beat the game. I thought it was going to be like a mission like that when you're hung and then you have like a, you know, like some decked out suppressed weapons and you're going out and just killing a bunch of zombies and just being a badass. Yeah. So I'm so fucking happy that you're Chris, alpha male, big dog, top dog, and just going out wasting fucking werewolves and just sending in fucking AC-130s and shit yeah, to dude. go do all your work. Um, yeah, man, that, sh- that part was so fucking... Did you see his knife too yeah dude it's, yeah he has a career you can you can unlock that by the way that's an unlockable dude. Oh. yeah dude he's got the scorpion knife whatever they call it the yeah. fucking karambit that shit's dope um oh also side note did you know uh, you can unlock a lightsaber apparently what? yeah if you if you do um if you do all the mercenary challenges and get like s ranks on all the levels you can end up buying the uh the, the lightsaber oh, like, it, yeah one shot does it one shot everybody uh i mean it's a couple hits but like you could change the colors it can go from like it's a dual bladed uh, red lightsaber or oh it can go God. to a blue lightsaber or a I green one 
And so right apparently the red one is for damage. The green one, if when you hit someone, you you gain HP, and then the blue one is just good for defense. That's like it's it's awesome. really weird. I was like, that's so fucking cool. I like that. um, um, so I want to yeah. definitely work on trying to get that too myself. Um, like, that part was fucking awesome. Um, yeah, like I said, because I I wanted to do that as Hunk so bad in RE2, and so I'm so happy they delivered with this game with Chris. Yeah, especially just him being such a bad dude. I want to get a. Um, what is it called? Like the pea coat, trench coat that he's wearing. Yeah, it looks like such a fucking bear. Dude, for you, that, you so. could pull off that cosplay, with bro. The, with the turtleneck and all. Like, yeah, you, you could you could pull off that cosplay. You got the hair <laughs> for it and everything. That shit is so good. Dude, um, you could you could do that cosplay. Uh, Ayama yeah. says it's actually SS. So yeah, double SS on mercenary. So double that's a, it's a challenge. It's a challenge. Damn. That seems pretty worth it though to fucking yeah. go. Um, yeah, Archer, fucking. Where's my fucking turtleneck? Um, Lana. Lana. The danger uh, zone. I'm trying to think of other parts of the game that really um, got me. One sec. One sec. Here, keep the stream on. Yeah, no problem. So <laughs> he's dressed. He's dressed like Archer. Um, yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. That's right. That's right. We could do a Resident Evil group. I could be Carlos because I'm Hispanic. There we go. <laughs> I got the hair for it. I could just let it grow out some more. Get a little poofy. I could totally be Carlos. That's not racist if it's true, bro. It's not racist because it's literally true. I'm Hispanic. He's Hispanic. Like, it's just how it is. It's just how it is. Um, it's Chris Archer Redfield. I'm so sorry. I'm, I'm trying to keep up with chat. I'm sorry. I'm also, I'm also like thinking about stuff. You know what I mean? It's just, it's just, this game has been on my mind uh, since I beat it. And it's just like, there's so much stuff I want to talk about. And I'm so glad that I'm able to talk about this with you guys. It's, it's great. Uh, it's it's not racist it's stereotypist how are you being carlos yeah yeah me being you see even he's like oh, you could be carlos right <laughs> <laughs> oh no it's because um I, have you met have you met kata i don't think you've met kata in real life yeah in real life like have you met no. him in person okay no. kata literally i shit you not bro looks like re4 leon i <laughs> shit you not dude like uh, he he cosplays as Leon from RE4. He's got the jacket, okay. the, the the brown jacket, and everything. Dude, he is Leon. Like honestly, like I'm still waiting for Capcom to send up a check. You know what I mean? Like they use. <laughs> <Just> his... <laughs> like, uh, so we use your image here. Yeah, we use your likeness here. Uh, here's yeah. your check for like a bajillion dollars. Um, trying to think what other parts. Oh, uh, the yeah. fucking dragon part. Oh yeah, one second, one second. Dude, uh, Kata, yeah. Um, oh, I found out that word. Oh, you guys are the same height. Yeah, they're literally the same height. Everything. Um, if you find that picture, send it to me. I want to show Giovanni. I want to show Giovanni. Um, but yes, also um, Ayama. I'm totally down for a Resident Evil group. That'd be fun. Uh, we could even do uh, Resident Evil. What's that one? The fucking the game that we used to play. The four of us, you and me and the boys. Um, the fucking um, <sighs> Rocket City. Yeah, Operation Raccoon City. We could we could cosplay those uh, Operation Raccoon City dude, agents. Fucking, what's that'd his be, name? That, um, uh, Reaper. Reaper. Uh, and, dude. Fuck, I forgot the other. And Belt so Beltoy, funny. whatever his name is. Yeah. Uh, that'd be dope. That'd, that'd be, be so dope. fucking sick. Um, um. Yes, Pete. I'll help you cosplay I, Kendo. I, I got guess you. My question to you, man, is like, how did you feel about? And I guess we can get more broad into it later. But uh, like about the bosses, like doing Ooh. all like from fucking the lady like the lady dragon sea monster like mm -hmm. all that how did you feel about it um so yeah that's a good one that's a good one 
I would say all right, so just just to rate them down from like favorite to least favorite, um, my favorite boss fight was honestly Mother Miranda. That was really? that was so fucking difficult, but so like rewarding in a sense. Um because obviously the way I did it, I was fucking shit out of luck. I literally had to get lucky. Um <laughs> I have to watch but, your boss. Dude, it literally it's like an, it's like two hours of me just repeating the boss fight, honestly. Really? Yeah, I kept dying and I had one healing item the entire fight. Dude, team. Fucking same. Yeah. yeah. I'm like, I couldn't go. Yeah. But remember, I'm on hardcore, bro. Yes. 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 Yeah. So but I liked it because it was it was like I felt like I was playing Doom, honestly. Like <laughs> just because like they were transforming and jumping around and like you know you had to shoot the orbs and then she had like the spirit bomb and like you know the darkness and you had to shoot the flashbang to get out of the darkness and like mm-hmm. there was just so much cool shit of that like there was so many mechanics in a, in a such a small fight that was very fun I, I liked it I liked it um, I also love the look of Lady Miranda like how she went yeah from, like an evil like dude fucking demon bitch to like like a full on arc like evil archangel kind of yeah when she had like through the wings and stuff. Yeah, I felt like I was doing fucking like Juan has PTSD now. Yeah, <laughs> no. Oh, the fucking the fucking spider was stupid. I am so dumb. The fucking spider was so stupid. Apparently, Giovanni will be your chair too. Yes. I will be the chair. Um, I'll be the footrest. Um, so yeah, the the spider was fucking stupid. I I hated the spider. Um, the spider form that she would take. That shit was just oh fucking a. It reminded me, dude, when she took that form, it reminded me of like you remember in Gears of War that big ass like spider thing. Oh, like, the corpser. Yeah, the corpser, and yeah. they were just like smack its across. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, I, fucking, I was like, oh god. The corpser was um, crazy. Uh, but when I when I saw that form, I immediately thought of uh Sadler from Resident Evil Four. His final form, the boss fight. Oh himself, yeah, yeah, yeah. Looked yeah. just like that, kind of. Um, okay, so she's number one. Uh, number two, I think my favorite boss fight. Uh, would be, I'm I'm gonna have to go with Heisenberg. That that was action. That was, that was so dope cool. as fuck. Um, it was just I, I loved Heisenberg. Heisenberg was probably my favorite of the of the children. He was my favorite, hands down. Dude, um, his voice was so I don't know whether to like I don't know I liked it, but it, <laughs> I shit you not I thought it was Nicolas Cage for a second. When he, like, <laughs> he does the way he talked. Yeah. I thought it was Nicolas Cage trying to like. Ethan Winters, like the yeah. whole time, it was so funny. See, you um, you think you think he sounds like Nick Cage? Uh, my buddy uh, Sasha thought he sounded like um, uh, Nathan Fillion, and I, I was like, yeah, oh my god, bit. I could hear that. Yeah, a little bit. Yeah, um, but no, he's he's just some other voice actor. I, I his name was like Neil Newman or something like that, I, I believe. Um, but yeah, so Mother Miranda Heisenberg. And then a really close, like, second to Heisenberg would obviously be Lady Dimitris because I was not expecting that. Yeah. Um, I, I figured there was going to be some type of boss fight. I figured she was going to transform. It was obvious that she was going to transform. Um, she went from three Cs to fucking three Cs with wings. I know. Yeah, <laughs> yeah right? Um, but it was just like, when I saw that transformation, I was like, oh, fuck. Like, this is holy shit, you know? Mm-hmm. So that was pretty cool. Um, and then... Then my the boss fight after that would be uh, a fucking fish boy because it reminded me of a monster hunter monster. Uh, it, it was an interesting fight. The acid rain mechanic was pretty cool. And then my least favorite, obviously, is the fucking doll. <laughs> um, but it's it's more just because it's just the doll. It's the fact that um, it's literally just a game of hide and seek. And um, it, I mean, it's it's cool. It makes it makes sense. But I was hoping for like. 
a, I don't know, a little more. Like I wanted to use, you I, wanted more action. I wanted I, I wanted that. to fucking shoot her in the fucking face with my pistol. You know what I mean? <laughs> Guys, if you guys haven't seen Juan's reaction to to the tall fight, we were watching the VOD of it last night, and he, he visually was just fucking upset for like half an hour the whole time. Oh my god, I loved it. I wish that you have to upload that to YouTube, dude. It's so fucking funny, especially you were like you were like dodging and moving in your camera in real life too. Like yeah, dude, I was scared. You. Um, yeah, um, you yeah. you you basically stabbed the shit on her in the face of scissors. Yeah, I definitely. But I just um, I don't know. I just I just wanted more. I don't know. I dude, just, I no, I I see what's just coming from. Oh I, oh. Uh, you're, you're watching the stream, right? So it's going to be a little delayed. Actually, I'm just going to send it to you. I'm just going to send it to you. you know, I, I got the picture here. I'm going to send you Kata's nude really quick. One second. Um, okay. Oh, damn, right? Holy Only shit. fans for Kata. Only fans for Kata. Dude, go subscribe to Kata. Only, Only Kata. fans. Um, let's see here. Let me send this to you. Check it out, dude. Look at this. Look at this live action RE4, dude. Like fucking Leon. Look at this motherfucker. <laughs> That's fucking Leon. It's Leon, Leon! right? Leon. <laughs> And it's funny because his girlfriend's Ayama is Ashley. Yeah, fucking Ashley. <laughs> 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 fucking uh, Ayama goes to work with a suited armor. Like, yeah. you can get Tink, 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 tink. She's like, hey, one. I'm like, I heard you from down the fucking hall. Hello. <laughs> <You're just> fucking... <laughs> oh, my that's God, awesome, dude. That's legit. I love the jacket. That is, that's that's legit, right? He's, he's yeah. literally Leon. Like, let's, it's not even funny, dude. Not even funny. That's fucking awesome. Oh, um, yeah, yeah. Yama's name is literally Ashley. It, it's hilarious that it worked out. That's. that's um, um, except my Ashley is four inches taller than me. Yeah, that jacket was spendy, real leather. Oh, it's real leather. Nice, damn, dude, leather pleather. Um, yeah, Ayama's really tall. That's why she could be a perfect lady D. Just she's fucking tall. Um, but yeah, dude. So yeah, uh, the doll was my least favorite fight. It was. <laughs> It was my least favorite fight, but probably one of the best parts of the game. And let's talk yeah. about that for a minute. That so that part of the game, fucking obviously you saw or most of the chat saw. I was terrified, absolutely terrified. That's genuine fear. Like there, there is being like on edge and being pretty sketch. Like mm -hmm. oh shit, but no, this was fucking terrifying for me. I did not sleep that night. I was up till five a.m. I had the lights on in my house. I, 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 I shit you not. I had a video I, playing. <laughs> like I had music going. Like I, I had, like I had, like my my YouTube going. Like I had to sleep with something on. Like I was yeah. terrified. Uh, I just, I was so un, under. Like I was just like, I'm not comfortable. I'm not. I, I kept hearing the dad dad in my head, like <laughs> nonstop. Like it was just. Oh, I think um, it was. Yeah, I love that part because i was a fan of um alien isolation i'm not sure if you got to play that game I no know. i haven't yet but it, it has the same aspect where you really can't fight the xenomorph the mm -hmm. alien you know yeah and you kind of have to hide and so when that fucking thing is running at you and then i knew as soon as you like because i walked into a locker way before like you know you activate the fucking death trap baby mm -hmm. and then you're sitting there you're going <sighs> I'm like, oh my fucking uh, god! I'm not doing this. I'm not doing this. So, so we were we were playing, and uh, Kata actually pointed it out to me. He's like, "There's a locker you could get in." I was like, "What?" And um, he's like, "Yeah, check it out." Like in chat, he's like, "Check it out, check it out." So I go in. I I I actually go in the locker, I believe, and I'm just like, "Nope, I I know what this means. I have to hide yeah. from something." 
yep. I have to hide from something. We didn't know what it was, but I was already, I was like something you're telling me that in the future, in the near future, something's going to be looking for me. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Is it the fucking doll? Is it, is it, I thought it was a doll dude. Yeah. Like it was just, Oh my God, dude. I was, I was, I was scared because like when you, when you first walk into that room, the doll sitting there with the vial, right? Mm-hmm. And and like you pick it up and the lights turn off and she's like, "Oh, I could be with you forever." Right? Yeah, and yeah, she's yeah. like, "Shut the fuck up." Um, yeah. And like at that point, I was like, "Oh my god, she's looking for me!" Like, or like she she's gonna pop out of nowhere. Like I was I was waiting for that doll to just appear so on the were screen. You like, were you like more expecting some like uh, Five and Night at Freddy's kind of thing going on? Like where? Yes. Fucking, okay, that makes sense. Yeah, I was expecting like a massive jump scare. Like uh, there was. The instance with the well, I thought maybe I was gonna look over and she was gonna be there, or or like coming up the well, you know, there, she was gonna be there, or I was just waiting for that fucking doll to appear. You know what I mean? Yeah. The entire time. Mm-hmm. Um, but of course, you see, you see the ghost Mia walking around. You see her at the end of the <laughs> hallway. Um, you, you you know you hear the. Yeah, it was basically unnerving to know not to know what would not happen. Like, what what's gonna happen? Like, what's exactly. what's gonna happen? You know. Dude, and they can, I that's what I hate about uh, fucking developers, but I love is that they can take the easy route. Like, for example, when you're checking the doll or like the Mia doll, whatever, and you check the eye, right? Yeah. I thought the eye was just gonna just like, oh, okay, you like keep on swerving it, and then you fucking you like check a note, and then you look down, and the eyes are just standing right at you. But they did. Right. That's what's like, like, dude. Just do it. Just come on. Just mm-hmm. fucking do it. Just pop up. Do the jump scare already. Do it. And it just didn't come until a fucking monstrous little tyrannical baby just started chasing yeah. you. But and that was a good scare because like I was not expecting that at all. Like I was just like, I was I was like ah like freaking out. Um, there was I thought the doll was that that mannequin. I thought that mannequin was gonna come alive at one point. Um, yeah, I did too. One hundred. I thought that no. was gonna be chasing you. No, no, okay. I don't know if you don't, I, I, I didn't. I never said anything about it, but I was thinking it in my head. And you could probably see it in my face. It's the part when you're cutting the breastplate or the breast yeah. thing, right? I thought the the doll was gonna pop out of the chest like a chest burster, or something oh. was gonna pop out. So, like, uh, if you go back and watch that part in, in the of the vod, oh no, yes, you, yes, yeah, because you you're like, yeah, no, I think you even said you're like, no, God, no, yeah, and like I actually started squinting because like, oh, it's gonna happen, and then nothing happens. I'm like, oh, okay, like you could see like the relief in my face, dude. It was like in my head, I, I was, I was just like, oh, thank God, oh, thank God. Uh, see, that's what's that's what like in your. I think that's funny and that rings true to like your genuine fear because to me if it was just the doll like chasing you I to me that'd be like kind of a letdown because I'd be like yeah oh, I mean because I found it like creepy looking but I wasn't really too scared of the actual mm-hmm. doll but for you it, it almost feel like would it be worse if it was like fucking a multitude of dolls just like was like walking towards you and you had to run and <sighs> or or were you equally or more scared with like that fucking uh, what are we calling it? The demon baby. The, the demon baby. Yeah. Uh, yeah, we'll we'll have to give it a name. Um, really quick, hold on. Uh, Ayama says, uh, you watch someone get caught by that thing and you got chills. What happens? I haven't seen Dude, like what happens to you. I didn't see it fully, but I think it just throws you in its fucking mouth. It just oh. devours you. I think it swallows you. Is it like an instant kill or is it like a... it is an instant kill? Oh, oh, she says, yeah, you get eaten alive. It shows you in its mouth. Oh god. <laughs> oh, I'm so it's... glad I did not see that. It's at me at like it's me like fucking at hometown buffet just fucking <laughs> yeah, hometown. oh god oh god no I, I do not want to see that um okay so to answer your question um 
I think if oh, I just got chills. I think if the doll, if, if the doll herself, you know, the uh, Angie, mm-hmm. that's her name, Angie. If yeah. she was chasing me around the, the the place because she's so tiny, I think that would be a little creepy because it's like, oh my god, this little doll is chasing her. We know she could float, but like, sure. That would be a little creepy. I don't think it would be as creepy though, because you you know Angie, you know yep. like th- that. The voice isn't even as scary too. Exactly. Now let's say let's say it was the mannequin, the the Mia mannequin, right? Mm-hmm. That would it wouldn't scare me, I think, but I would I would be for sure uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. Um, because that that is you know I like man. Okay, it's weird though because mannequins don't really freak me out. Um, so more like a doll. Like it's it it's like, like it's a doll with the whole face and everything. Like that. Like I just it, like you know in that room when you get the scissors. I thought the dolls were just yes. like all their heads were gonna turn at you at some point. You know what I mean? Which they kind of do. They fucking just even jump when it happened to me. Remember? Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Because I was like, oh god, I've never seen that before. Um, I thought that would have happened at some point, and I'm surprised it didn't. I'm happy it didn't. But um, that was definitely something I was scared of for sure. Okay. See, that's that's good. Um. Back to reality. I guess, no, yeah, it's not back to reality. <laughs> oh, I love that the way that because I know you wanted a little bit more action, especially with that boss. But I love how they like tiered each boss because think about that fight and then the fight with Heisenberg. You're in a fucking like little tank and you're like doing it all. Yeah, it's a rail like, shooter. A metal, it's like, yeah, it's like a fucking metal slug over here. Yeah, and alien, and then alien isolation over here, like slash Five Nights at Freddy's. Mm-hmm. So I love how they just go from one aspect to like the other with each boss yeah um yeah man that part though i don't think that by far has i think in most recent history has the scariest part in a video game. so 100 to be honest i haven't been this freaked out by a video game since like um fucking i don't know what my last one was like amnesia Ooh, yeah, yeah you yeah, know or one. even like outlast outlast is pretty fucking creepy but outlast is doable though uh, let's say Ayama says. Ayama says, "Oh my God, Juan, the Thomas the Tank Engine mod. I'm dying. Is it the one where it's just the face of of uh... Thomas? They already have Thomas. Mods yeah, on. I forgot to share with you, but there's a, there's a mod for Thomas the, the the Tank Engine where it's just the face. Uh, it replaces uh, Lady D's face, so it's just Thomas the Tank, <laughs> and it's like it's actually terrifying to look at. I'll have to find it. Um, fucking awesome. It, it is pretty dope. I, I want to play with. I want to oh. play with. Uh, oh, there was someone who modded the villain. The the bad guys to look like Barney, and then there's also the bad guys to look like Ricardo. <laughs> just fucking just twerking and dancing. The yeah, whole dude. Time. I like you because you got <laughs> that something that I need. Yeah, um, that's fucking awesome. So especially if you flashbang, they fucking just start breaking down. Right. Uh, that's that's hilarious. The mods are gonna be great. I, I definitely want to play with the baby Chris mod. As Rose, <laughs> that, that's so funny, dude. Baby's first steps, mother, <laughs> mother. I crave violence. I crave violence. No, Chris. Um, <laughs> no, Ethan. Funny. No, Ethan. Da da. Da Oh, no, fucking Father, help. Father, help. <laughs> Father, help. <laughs> oh, oh my that's god! Fucking awesome, dude. Father, help. Father, help. Oh. Um, Fuck it. So the doll. Other. Going back to the baby really quick. The baby thing again. I'm glad they did what they did, and I'm glad they explained it how they did. That the entire time that you, as you get closer, you're getting basically more and more high because of the flowers. 
um and that's why the whole thing is in your head like kata called it out in the stream um when we were playing it he was like watch this be all in your head and i was like he's like you you know your gun's missing stuff like that and i remember him saying that i, mean, I believe and at first i was like ah, that'd be kind of a cheap way to go about it and then it ends up being that way and i was like oh okay but then you know you read the notes about it, it's like oh okay that makes sense like that's that's kind of cool that's also like um the doll's ability right to like see me like produce she like uses the flower to enhance those abilities like that's yeah what she does right? so like the she's able to because the, the the flower is apparently like automatically like make you kind of hallucinate a little bit and she's her ability is to maybe to enhance those and basically like freddy cougar your ass you know what i mean yeah, like, yeah, yeah. like whatever sure. happens into your illusion like actually happens to real life like yeah, yeah it's yeah. uh something like that so that's her power um because even i guess follow-up question i'm sure uh, one of the notes it was because they're all part of the high mind the mold um, cause the lady in black, instead of it going into her, she decided to put it into the doll that she received when she was a kid. Is that to my understanding? Is that how that went or no? So, um, I like, didn't read... the doll like activate. Cause I remember reading one of the notes like that. Well, cause one of the notes, I guess this, this child was, or this person was picked up as Miranda as to be one of the children. Right. <laughs> and you know, the, the, the note of, I'm assuming it was like the father or some shit was like, Oh, I'm very excited that this person, and he's, he's like, Oh, you know, I, I got to talk with her and now she's using the doll more to talk about it more. Um, okay. So Kata says she has Kadao inside of her, but she split it amongst her dolls. So yeah, yeah she's, yeah, so yeah. that's why I was like alive because that's why like the, the tentacle squid thing comes out of its fucking forehead. Mm-hmm. Um, that, that makes sense, and that's why it's so lifelike and basically alive in, a, in its own way. Uh, but um, I wanted to talk about something really quick, and I want your input on it. What was your opinion on Lady D's castle? Like, what did you think they they gave it long enough? Did you think it was too short? Did you think it was just the right amount of time? Like, what do you think about the sisters? See, for me, it was because I going into this game i didn't look at any of the beta footage or i just watched only the trailer right mm-hmm. so i know i heard i think from you that the castle was part of the beta right is that correct there is there was two castle demos i believe okay yeah see and to me it was just the right amount of time because <laughs> even with like the sisters was walking around I'm like fuck i love the mechanic that you have to find out a way to like open up to freeze them yeah because I'm like it's like oh, okay that's really creative especially like you know oh fucking have the pipe bomb i have to fucking open up the the um i think it was like the second sister that you have to open up the uh the wall the hole in the, the wall, wall with, yeah yeah with yeah. the pipe on um and even her chasing you around still if they would have given um lady d more like footstep enhancement it would have been just like mr x and i would have fucking loved it but hated it at the same time so i love yeah. how she was chasing me around and gave me back again reiterate to the ra2 vibe um yeah dude to me it was it was great i actually in, really enjoyed it and then how it ended with you just going out to a castle and shooting fighting a dragon some skyrim shit yeah um, it was it was good why did you feel like it was too short or like how'd so you feel about it? my only gripe with it is yes i do feel like it was a bit too short and the reason for that is because um the first playthrough in hardcore um it, it it did feel long enough because like you know you're you're trying to figure out where to go blah 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 blah, blah this and that right um mm-hmm. but doing my second playthrough on standard knowing where to go dude you can complete the castle in like 10 15 minutes 
It's not long. Mm-hmm. It's a very short segment. Um, granted, all the segments are short. That's just how it is. But, um, yeah. but my gripe with it though is because I, I love the sisters. I love Lady D. They're fantastic characters. They really are. But what I don't like is that they advertised and used them in marketing so fucking much Dude, that you, you know think. Why. Well, yeah, we know why, but I'm you, mama. you, I'm a ma. Oh no! Big ass water puppies. Uh, the guy has some Those personalities. Like Oral, <laughs> <laughs> um, if you hit different spots on her body, she has different dialogue. So, what happens if you like oh, shoot her in the right. booty cheeks? Oh. <laughs> So she absorbs it. And she just shoots it back at you. It's buns of steel. <laughs> it's, like gun it's, it's made of titanium a booty plate. Pinch dead. Uh, um, one sec. They even yeah. said that they were surprised at the community feedback over their trailer. Well, yeah, and um, well, Ari, the Capcom and Ari, they were like, they were just like, holy shit, the fan base is eating this up. They they love our character, um, and yeah, they they definitely were like, you know, let's just use this to our advantage. And I'm glad they did that because they didn't show a lot of the game because they basically advertised just the castle, the castle. Yeah, Lady D, the sisters, the castle. You know, you, you saw a little bit of Heisenberg. You saw a little bit of the doll. You saw a little bit about the Moreau, whatever his fucking name is. But, like, it was just the castle. They always talked about the village and the castle. The village and the castle. Yeah, yeah. And so you're, I'm over here thinking, like, okay, this whole game is the village and the castle. Like, it, this is going to be some RE1 bullshit. You know what I mean? Where you're just stuck in a mansion yeah, like, for the whole time. Yeah. I thought the whole game was going to take place in the castle, to be honest. Yeah. Um, but, no, I was wrong. I was wrong in a good way. Because I did like that we got to explore. Um, I like that they made the village like uh, the hub. You know what I mean? Like like uh, the hub of the world of, in yes, a sense. Because yes, yes. you, you're always returning to the village. You're, there's always something new to discover every time you return. Um, it's just it's just the hub. And I like that. But uh, again, my only gripe with the castle was that it is technically too short for how much effort and like advertisement they put into it. But that's just a gripe if I'm going to pull anything out of my ass for that. It's just a gripe. Yeah, it's a personal like, gripe. You, yeah, how you're saying though, because going into it, the fact that you're like, oh, I, like you said, it was only going to be the castle and fucking Lady D and the village and that's it. But dude, you go through fucking swamps. You go through, I mean, you go through like everything. So yep. yeah, it's definitely a double um double d it's definitely a double a double d yeah i know what you're thinking about dude i love i love i'm like do you think they know what they're doing oh they know what they're doing you're sitting when she's sitting on the chair and then like you're like just like fucking being a peeping tom and just like looking at her and she's like on the phone with like uh fucking um who is she on the phone with miranda (laughs) with miranda and then you're like dude you're literally just peeking at this fucking no, you're, you're pe- and then she throws the thing across the room you're just like can that be me like can i where, where do i sign up you know what i mean i went over to the fucking chair i was like <laughs> 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 you took a big whiff big uh, old, no, um yeah i know i wonder what you mean that's uh, they definitely know what they're doing especially with that and uh they this, probably, yeah they probably didn't like i think kato said they didn't expect it to yeah. fucking pop off like that for the community and but little the, do they know some you know when you got some, some yeah some yeah, weebs yeah. some thirsty ass weebs out there thirsty ass people out there so uh i'm one of them um there's the the i'd say there's the sisters too the sisters were a fun mechanic so i don't know how much of the sisters you got to uh interact with but in my playthrough as you saw 
I get jump scared by the sisters quite often. <laughs> like they're just assholes towards me. Like, I, like I'm in the room that you go that that you first enter the castle through. Like, like when you when they capture you and you have to rip your hand through the, the thing. You know how you enter that room with the chair and you have to go through the chimney or the the whatever. To, yeah. to, so I'm in that room because I'm like, okay, maybe I'm looking for something in here, and there's literally nothing in this room. And one of the fucking sisters just, just appears, right. and she's like, "Rah!" And I'm like, "Oh God!" Yeah. Like, like you, you got to pause, and you're like, "You thought someone was right next to you?" Yeah, I literally thought someone was here. Like, you know, like just yeah, because these headphones amplify. Like, it's just great. But like, I seriously yeah, thought dude, it, it someone was there. It's hard for you. Um, I thought I was like, God, dude, the fucking bugs. I'm like, it's stinging you. It was more like annoyance to me mm-hmm. when it came to the sisters. Well, that's, was, you know, the bugs were just stinging you. I'm like, fuck, I gotta go, I gotta go, I gotta go. Well, well, the second time, too. So the second time, I was running from one door to the other door. And in between that, the sister appeared literally in front of me. Remember? Really? Yeah, I, I, it was in the one of the let's, uh, one of the clips I made. Um, the sister literally appears like the bugs are forming in front of me and she's like oh where are you going and like i pause again because i'm just like fucking like why are yeah. you doing this to me like you know mm-hmm. um i don't did they did they jump scare you at all like or no, dude, i'm being like i said it was more of annoyance and i wasn't sure if it was like because yeah i had my headphones on and it just didn't feel that way it was more of like because you could hear the buzzing before you even saw him so i'm like oh shit it was like it was like fucking that San Andreas being like, ah, shit. Here we go again. Yeah. Um, it felt like that to me, honestly. And mm. then the third, the last, I think it was the last history. I'm not sure if it was because I was just playing a normal walkthrough, but it seemed like uh, that one was a little bit of a letdown because she was trying, it was like the one that she was trying to close the roof. Remember? Yeah. Like, you know, like opening it up. And all you had to do was pretty much just stay in the middle and then, just, or like, you know, stay by the crank, shoot at her and then just open up the roof. Yeah. That's what I did. I just compared cheesed to it. Like, yeah, compared to like the other ones where like they would like chase you around the room and you're like fucking the Benny Hill. Like, yeah, yeah, just fucking shooting at him. And then that last one, I wasn't sure if like the mechanic was intended to be like that, where you just mm-hmm. kind of sit by the crank, let you know, open up the roof and just start fucking shooting it from afar. So that one was a little bit of a letdown, but overall I actually quite enjoyed That's good. Uh, That's good. That, for sure. Um Ayama says uh, favorite line uh, she says when you shank her is playing games are we uh, yeah we are <laughs> yeah we are uh, and then Ayama also says also I have to consistently refer to you guys as man things in cosplay uh, please do um, man things uh, yeah I, I love the fight like there was I think I sent it in our group chat where uh, it's the baby holding the gun and then crying <laughs> and I was like I don't want to do this I had to kill the sisters you know what I mean yeah. That's, that, that was literally me That's um, so fucking funny so um you 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 said earlier when you introduced yourself um, that you, you're not super familiar with all the games of Resident Evil. Is that right? Did I hear that right? Yeah. yeah okay. Yeah, yeah. But you have played a handful of them. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. So, what fight in this game was the most Resident Evil fight in your opinion? Oh my God! From my experience. Yeah, from your experience. <laughs> and just to remind everyone, uh, your experience again. Like, what's your experience again? Pretty much. Uh didn't get to play any of like the first three played four favorite game up until now now it's up for debate uh five love five played a little bit of six and then didn't play seven got to just you know watch the walkthrough of it so know the story mm-hmm. and then loved uh re2 remake and now village um for me and I don't know why, but this 
fight always is like stuck in my head is the sea monster, like the fucking the sea monster, mm-hmm. because of the f- same one that you fight. Is it in four where you fight yeah, the, the, the logo? The yeah, okay. I'm like, oh my god, this is. That's why I thought it was so perfect how they, because that to me was like one of the fights that was stood out to me mm-hmm. in four. I don't know why. Maybe because I told you I have a weird thing about the water. Like, yeah, you the had water, a weird... the water like like a shark. If you like walking out there, I feel like you're gonna just get fucking jump scared by like a like a shark or whatever. So that to me, I loved how they incorporated that fight. Um, so I would say, th- um, yeah, I would say that one for me at least because I've never once seen a fucking <laughs> a dragon flying at you. Uh, from from what i recall from re yeah and then the um the heisenberg fight was more of i don't know how to describe that one that one was just badass but oh, that, i didn't feel like really re to me that was just like a dead space fight honestly yeah, dead space kind of <clears throat> um yeah to, so the sea monster to me felt the most the most RE. resident evil okay mm-hmm. uh ayama says uh I, I believe she's responding to the question was hers was lady d and uh for the reason why is for her uh, was lady d uh just when you thought there was uh they were scary quote unquote uh she had the transformation into a hideous creature like most re games i've been exposed to uh just in her that opinion she sense. she thinks lady d and that's totally that that's honestly um i would say the same uh lady d was the most resident evil fight to me lady d's boss fight felt like a final boss fight in most other resident evil games in my that opinion and i think yeah. that's why i like that a lot because Typically, and I'm not trying to spoil it. I mean, obviously, these games are old. You should know by now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, Resident Evil has a thing where it's the whole, you know, the the, the Frieza concept of the, this is in my final form kind of thing, yeah, you yeah, know, yeah. where it's like, oh, I killed this one thing. Oh, it just got bigger, or it changed into a T Rex, or it changed into a giant Mothra. It changed into a um, giant fish. Well, like okay, like for instance, like Resident Evil Six. Like again, I'm not trying to spoil anything, but no, no, you get go ahead. Like it's that, it's been point. it's been years. Yeah. Um. The, the final the final boss in re6 is simmons he's actually a bad guy oh oh no um <laughs> he transforms into i shit you not like a t-rex right for he really okay so he first off he transforms into like this tiger like beast thing on a train and so you have to fight him there then from there he turns into like i i, I could be making this up i think it was like a I almost want to say like a fucking giraffe. <laughs> like it's some weird neck thing, like scorpion thing. And yeah. then the scorpion thing turned into a T-Rex. And then he transforms into this giant moth fucking like really? butterfly thing. Like it's like, what the fuck am I fighting? Um, Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the Simmons bony T-Rex with an eyeball in its mouth. Yeah, you remember what I'm talking about. Um, And then he turns into like this giant moth or uh, yeah, Mothra. Um, Mothra. Save Martha. Save Martha. Why did you say that name? (laughs) Um, But yeah, like, so that's why when it came to like transformations, like Lady D is the only one that really does transformations besides obviously Mother Miranda at the end. But like, it's the gruesome, like, grotesque of the fucking. From like the beauty, like from a normal kind of state to like fucking extremely over the top, like, fuck. Yeah. That's a monster. Yeah. Like, I even make the joke of, uh, because she turns into that, that dragon thing that you're talking about. Um, and I was like, oh my god, am I fighting Salazar? Because like Salazar, he becomes like just the, the top half of like his body is attached to a yes. monster. Like remember yep. RE4? Yep. I was like, oh my god, I'm fighting Salazar. Like we're in a castle and stuff like that. Um, so that that to me that was the most Resident Evil fight. And, of the- and when you really think about it, it's just because I was no joke. That's so funny you brought that up too. Mm-hmm. Because with the Heisenberg fight, I'm like, 
I know this is a game. That's not how the storytelling should work. But I'm like, he fucking, he like pretty much got your ass at the beginning of the game when he like took you to meet the you know the four and Lady Miranda. Yeah. I'm like, if you were to just to stay in his like neutral state and then have like a couple of, you know, instead of transforming into that big ass metal monster, mm-hmm. fucking monster, fucking haunted monster house looking ass thing, you could have he. I think he could have just like easy work could have just sent a pipe through you the whole fucking nine and then just killed you yeah but instead he did the resident evil thing of transforming and then you just wreck his shit like, yeah not a problem yeah I, I mean obviously a video game is gonna video game oh for um, sure for sure but like yes heisenberg in a sense i think if like if if a f- heisenberg was like a human form the whole time yeah. that that boss fight would have been completely different obviously it would have been more of like a demon souls fight or mm-hmm. uh heisenberg was wolfenstein yeah the whole level was wolfenstein for sure i, I did, totally got those vibes oh yeah the fucking wolfenstein thing um, yeah wolfenstein i think if, no, if it, i don't i think if you didn't just fight um the fucking propeller monster uh the oh, one i hated I, that know, thing i, I think it was so fucking stupid oh god especially the flamethrower breath i'm like yeah what the fuck um if you didn't just fight that, then I would have been, I feel like, that type of him in a human state, then, like, maybe transforming. But yeah. because you already did the hand, you know, quote-unquote, hand-to-hand, like, shock, you know, then, of course, they went with the, here's the fucking Warhawk, here's the tank, here's the, like, go go wreck some shit. Yeah, here's the, the guns ablazing section of yeah. the game. Mm-hmm. Um, Kata says, the fact that he has organs like an electric stingray, therefore he can control magnetism, I'm like, uh, yeah, it was a weird, it was a bit weird, but... um he in a sense honestly if you really think about it heisenberg was scared of you oh yeah 100 percent. he was actually scared of you and the reason for that is because he always kept his distance from you mm-hmm. um except for the part where he was trying to convince you like join my team like yeah, you know, yeah we could yeah. take you down. down yeah otherwise he he did not want to come in contact with you at all he not was like all. i'm staying the fuck away from ethan like fuck this guy because uh, once he found out like what you're capable of he was like nope i'm staying away from you and I thought that was pretty cool. But um yeah, like Juan and I talked about this and it really made him a character with that. Yeah, yeah. He he really it really did. Like Heisenberg to me was the mo- most built character in such a short period of time in that game. Um, I I liked it. I like his like um his even down to his like art style too. Yeah. I'm telling you, dog, that motherfucker was Nicolas Cage from like the sorcerer's apprentice he, oh my <laughs> god dude the long the mop of a hair no 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 no, dude that is um heisenberg is maximilian and uh dante having a love child 100 100 dude so funny Mac- yo what's up wolf um yeah this is literally maximilian dude and dante uh were drunk one day and had a love child it became heisenberg oh thanks thanks for the compliment i know my shirt's yeah. shirt's pretty cool it's the opi shirt um yeah literally it was <laughs> maximilian and dante's love child was heisenberg so uh heisenberg wow. should be in the next marvel versus capcom game just gonna throw it out there <laughs> just gonna throw it out um, ethan winters and then ethan, fucking- ethan winters i love his what he says that like, ethan winters let's ethan see what winters? what was it like he's like let's see what you're made of ethan winters yeah. or when he's like uh, he's like, I wanted to get more power so I can kill that bitch Miranda. Bitch. Well, he like, he like, he's like, bitch. <laughs> like, it's like, okay, dude, I see what you're up to. I like you. You're dope. I'm telling, I, yeah, I already just fucking heard Nicholas Cage all the time. Yeah. Um, I guess throwing it back to you, uh, with your experience of already being such a longtime fan, 
this um to down to like the minions how did you feel about fighting like the lichen instead of the traditional like zombie kind of like aspect of like oh usually just these or, like the fucking infected villagers like mm-hmm. kind of sense like <laughs> where, did you Atrocity. like this iteration yeah um okay so there's two phases to this answer the first yeah. answer as characters and like as the the concept of the character the, the villains whatever uh i thought the lichens were fucking dope I like mm-hmm. them. The the werewolf, the how they explain it that they they mix the Kadao uh gene with some were with some wolf blood and combined it and gave it to people and that's how yeah. they, that's why they're quote unquote werewolves. That's cool. I like that. Um my only gr- so the second part of this is that I didn't like them though because uh there was only the two designs of them. Um Yeah, yeah. And two, mechanically, they're just fucking frustrating to deal with, especially in a oh pack. Oh my god, their dodge mechanic. Yeah, fuck. they're fucking. They they literally like matrix, like Wesker dodge all the bullets you shoot at them, <laughs> and then they they rush you so fucking fast. Like, bro, I'm trying to reload, and then they grab you, and everything is a grab. Everything's a fucking command grab. And you're on controller too, dude. It was. I was having a little bit of a hard time when you can have a little bit more control with um. The mouse and keyboard. I can yeah. only imagine trying to like fucking oh shit, run away, turn around, shoot. Like yeah, yeah. Like it was. They were pretty rough. Like on hardcore. Like uh, obviously you saw uh, the first village encounter. I I kept dying and dying and dying because they were just they were just fucking overwhelming, dude. Yeah, they're, yeah. And yeah. they're they're bullet sponges, man. Holy like they eat your fucking bullets, dude. Like it Bro, is I'm insane. At a hard time, especially when you're playing that Chris part, when they're all just on top of you, and I'm just like, like reload, like it was Mm -hmm. like they almost got me too when they're all just on top of you, like full on. Yeah. Um. No, I I I kind of got lucky. I I timed the grenades pretty well, even even on hardcore, I was able to do it pretty decently. I did struggle a little bit, but uh i know what you're talking about where you're at the fountain and you're doing the, the yeah. laser beam like three times in a row yeah yeah, yeah yeah uh no grenade saved me on that one it wasn't too difficult i i, I was i was ready i was like fucking like Dude, i'm powerful were like a legit pack yeah like, they were all on top of me so i had to fucking like just hit fire the whole time and they would just each take like half a clip it was um or a mag sorry for all yeah. the fucking people out there um you gun people out there you gun people um, it's a bandolier excuse you yeah 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 sorry um but dude yeah i i don't know i love the design but yes they could have been different it's kind of hard when you're you know essentially it's just hair and fangs yeah but at the same time i know what you're saying i i did enjoy them though especially with the fuck dude that dodge mechanic was annoying but it's like when you got the headshot that feeling was oh yeah satisfying. dude the headshot sounds were so nice it was like, all over the place um i do want to point it out there was only three basic enemy types in this game yeah there was the lichens the 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 people underground the the zombie-esque character looking dudes yeah the one with the sickle things yeah the one with the sickles there's two there's ones with the hoods and then one outside that don't have the hoods on and then the flying versions of those those are literally the only enemies you find in the game that are common yeah besides that you have the werewolf like the actual dog thing the the Mm -hmm. big dog thing that you kill like three of them in the game um you got the big dude with the battle axe um that you find the in the f- that you find in the factory yep and then you have um the guy who controls the lichen that has the giant hammer the thing hammer. yeah you fight two of him because there's the one you kill 
where he has the hammer and it is when you kill his Chris. And um, yeah, like th there's really not a huge variety of enemies in this game, I noticed. That's fucking crazy. Well, okay, uh, I did forget to mention all the mechanical, the, the soldats. I was say the robots. The soldats. Yeah, I, thought, I thought you were talking about like, because the, the wolves were pretty much on, or the lichen were pretty all over the mm -hmm. place. But yeah, the soldier or the fucking metal people. What did you think of the soldats? I thought it was so brilliant but annoying as fuck, especially the ones that would cover their, you know, their vital spots. Yeah. With like, they would do a fucking Nazi salute when they were like, yeah. Yeah, that shit was fucking. I, I liked them. It was just more the same thing. The bullet sponges. Fuck, dude. Bullet like, sponges. I would, have, I would have to run past it. That's one thing I feel like you need to get, like, especially on the second run through, where you have to take it, like, just run past him. You'd probably have an easier time if you run past it. Like, mm -hmm. stun him. Don't have to kill him. Run past. Yeah. Because I feel like that Except, one was a mechanic that was very um, underused for me, at least. Except a few that are, like, mandatory. Because, you know, there's going to be, like, a few that are mandatory. Oh, for sure. Um, I didn't like them because they actually pulled me out of the game. If that makes really? sense. Yeah. So, um, not exactly certain how Heisenberg managed to create those in the first place. Yeah. It doesn't really explain either. He just says like, oh, I'm making an army. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, okay, how, <laughs> you know, like, how are you in control of these? Is it just because you put mechanical parts in them? Like, well, how are you controlling these? Um, but, uh, <sighs> yeah, yeah, for some reason, um i i mentioned it in the let's play is i'm like playing it and it, it what really what really fucking threw it for me was the ones that had jetpacks <laughs> yeah, i could see okay i could see that when, where, uh, when yeah. those two fuckers showed up i literally was like okay i'm no longer playing resident evil this is wolfenstein yeah <laughs> i'm literally playing like doom-esque wolfenstein fucking game right now like yeah. it, it was it was too much like it, it literally it killed the experience for me in that, and just in that section. Um, and then, then there was the big fucking armored ones. Remember the the big one that's like yes. super covered in armor. It's like, dude, what the fuck, man? Like, why? Like, that doesn't like why that doesn't feel hmm. right in this game. Um, so that that kind of kind of threw me out. Like, I guess this this would be a good point to mention. Like, every section of the game was a different game. Um. So, like, for instance, the village, when you first enter the village, uh, oh, one second here. Kata says, the Singray dudes with jetpacks that charge like crazy. Ayama had to use, unleash the landmines with those. Yeah. Like, I had to use my grenade launcher on those guys. For sure. They, they were so fucking intimidating. They were stupid. Hey, buddy, can you give me one second? If yeah. you continue talking, I'll be right back. Yeah, one no second. problem. Yeah, no, those guys, those guys were, uh, they were insane. Like, obviously playing on hardcore. I was not prepared for that. I literally used like my my grenade launcher. I used like all my shotgun ammo. I used um, what little explosives that I had because they just were all over the place. And then it was crazy because like you'd see like a laser point out, and you're like, "What the fuck is that?" And they were like like spinning the drill. They were just like dash the entire like hallway or whatever. And if you get hit, it's like almost an instant kill. You're like, what the fuck, dude? This is so stupid. It really, really pulled me out of the game. It really pulled me out of the game. Um, not saying that I didn't like it, though, but it was definitely not like Resident Evil um, per se, if that makes sense. But that's my own opinion, though. Um, it was 
really interesting to see like they they wanted to treat them like regenerators almost because the first one you encounter there it's sitting like on a dentist chair or whatever the doctor's chair and you go and grab something that's behind it and in the moment you grab it uh, you grab like a mold um you grab the the mold not not the like not like the, the stuff that grows mold but like the mold to make stuff and you turn around and you start running and it activates and you're like oh shit like i i remember i just ran i was like i'm not dealing with that fuck that <laughs> fuck that shit um at least re5 re4 uh blind dude with the claws was still on topic quote unquote uh you're talking about the garadors uh the garadors yes were definitely on topic because they were basically enhanced villagers with aeromancing claws and they had their eyes sewed shut for whatever reason uh, they had enhanced hearing and that's why they could hear your footsteps but those were a fun those were fun um yeah they definitely maintained the flavor of the game because they they still felt like they belonged there you know what i mean like they were infected with the plaga and they were just enhanced villagers and it just made sense even the armored uh garador that you fight towards the end the armored one made sense because you're like oh i'm gonna cover up all its flesh with armor so it's harder to kill that makes sense it does it does make sense but then you're fighting these drill motherfuckers that makes no sense like what? like first off like how are they working because they almost look like tyrants um these things because uh when you're shooting them like you're shooting them in their chest with the little light bulb or, or in the back where we had it and that's typically where the tyrants like weakness is in the first place and then like when they would like quote unquote overheat or if you shot them enough they started glowing red or whatever they started smoking like they just look like a tyrant they look like the thing that the bsaa was setting towards you so it just i don't know it just it was i guess overwhelming and it, it took me out of the game so i uh i didn't like that part but it's still overall overall was still good uh because heisenberg's area was in my eyes a reward for making it through what you've made so far and that, again that's my own opinion um uh, same thing with moreau moreau monroe the water dude the fish guy his segment was too short i feel like that was just honestly laughable like laughable short because you you literally steal the thing re5 is the best resident evil thoughts uh resident evil 5 is not the best resident evil <laughs> resident evil 4 is the best resident evil resident evil 5 is really fucking good though moreau moreau okay moreau give me more rows um that's why i tell myself every time i work out i need more rows more rows but yes uh resident evil 5 is not the best resident evil but it is really really good uh, I would say RE4 is the best one, mechanically and just story-wise. <laughs> I don't remember Leon punching a boulder. Your argument is valid. I mean, he runs away from boulders and does a noise. And he has a bunch of catchy one-liners. He's like, Oslo or the best one ever. Your right hand comes off. Like, come on, come on. You, you can't, you can't deny that uh re5 was a heck of fun it really was especially if you had someone to play with <laughs> leon's a pussy that's why leon is smart 
Leon is the brains and Chris is the brawn. Chris will just uppercut the boulder. Just sure you can the bro the boulder. I get it. I get it. I can see that. No, but like Leon does a lot of shit though. <laughs> oh god, there's a fight in chat. It's Chris versus Leon. Alright, here we go. Alright, chat. I need to know who is your favorite Resident Evil hero. Let's go. Doesn't matter from what game or where they are in their life. I need to know what here what's your favorite protagonist right now. Leon is a tired old cop that is always two days away from retirement, but they keep pulling him back in. Just when you think I'm out. Cadus is Barry Burton. You think Barry Burton is the, the best character in Resident Evil? Or is that just you joking around? This, you almost became a jilt sandwich. Wesker! Oh my god. <laughs> this is my Resident Evil princess. Hell yeah, dude. He's got the best voice line from RE original. I love it so much. Haha. <laughs> Oscar. You almost became a Jill sandwich. Oh my god. I love that. Just the oh my god. Alright, hello. Sorry about that. Hey yo, welcome back, buddy. It's all good. Dealing with a stray cat. Okay. Blood. I hope this is not Chris's blood. <laughs> it's really effective against things of the living. Um, yo, what were we talking about just now? You and I. We're talking about I uh, were just breaking down like the boss fight, how each one felt kinda different, like a oh, different game. That's right, that's right. Uh one second here. It's honestly hard to pick a best. They all, at least the best case, have very different personalities. Yes, they do. They do. It looks like he was killed by a crow or something. Oh my god. <laughs> um but yeah, the boss fights, they all felt like, or just the game had different beats from every game. So like the village, the very beginning, RE4, hands down. Literally Resident Evil 4 at the intro. You, yep. you you walk into a village, you have your armed with just a pistol and the shotgun once you get it, and you had to survive. Yeah. yeah, you literally had to survive. And then what happens? The bell rings. The church bell rings and they all leave you. And you're just like, where's everyone going? Bingo? You know, question mark? Yeah. Um, and then, so that's like RE4. Then you get into the the castle, and that's RE1, because you're basically in the the uh, like Spencer, yeah, the Spencer Mansion, whatever. Um, after that, you go into the dollhouse, and that's not even Resident Evil at that point. You're playing fucking PT. <laughs> you, yeah. you know, you're playing Silent Hill or some shit like that. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, that's crazy. Hmm. And then you go to the water part. And that's RE4 again because you're, you know, the Dalago yeah. kind of thing. Um, and then you get to the factory. And the factory reminded me of both RE4 and RE5 um, just because of the way that it plays out. But it's also Wolfenstein or Wolfenstein at the same time. However you pronounce that game. Wolfenstein, yeah. Wolfenstein. So there's that and then the final boss fight is like a mixture of fucking dark souls and doom because mm -hmm. i got my ass handed to me for over an hour <laughs> like that it was rough was fucking nuts it was rough um i mean but did you like that though or, or did you feel like it was too mishmashed to like for you to be like okay that is mm. like that was that was really good because i actually liked that aspect how it was 
different for each one. Like back to like how we were talking about, I love how the baby part was, or the doll slash baby part was very like alien isolation slash Five Nights at Freddy's. And then they goes all the way to fucking, you know, fucking going dark, like woods shit to um, Bravo six going dark. Bravo six, like Heisenberg. And you're like fucking in a Gatling gun. Just I love that. Yeah. Uh, because it has all the scary part as well as like the action part of the game. So, but did you feel like that was a good thing or did you wish it was like had a little bit more consistency? Um, I don't know. Like, I love this game. Don't get me wrong. I do. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I do wish there was more of the castle because that's what I was thinking of when they advertised it. Yeah. But I'm not disappointed, though. I'm not. Uh, I still will to this day agree that the the doll segment was the best part of the game. Um, even though I was fucking terrified and I will never feel that again playing this game because once you've experienced it, one, it's over. Um, but in the moment, like I will never forget that. Like that's always going to be like the thing I talk about first is like, like, like for instance, like as an example, let's say, you know, four or five years from now when they're talking about the next Resident Evil game or whatever. Yeah. And someone's like, Oh, what about remember Resident Evil eight? What's the first thing that's going to come to your head in Resident Evil eight? Yeah, that fucking, you remember that doll part? Do you remember the baby part? The, the baby part. That's going to be the first thing that comes to my head is like, dude, remember the fucking baby part? Oh my oh god. god! Like that—that's yeah. that to me. That's always gonna be the thing I'm gonna talk about first. That fucking doll segment, mm-hmm. like, and I think that's good though because it made an impression. It made that like lasting impression on you. Like, right. like obviously it's either gonna be like Lady D or the doll part, but like most likely it's gonna be the doll part. I'm gonna be like, dude, remember the fucking doll part? Like, holy shit! Yeah, yeah, yeah. Scary as fuck, and like, ah, you know. But um, that's that's good because like also, um. Again, with your prior just experience with RE, has this? How would you rank this game compared to like the other RE games? Because, for example, like what do you have like a clear favorite? Because I in my head it's RE four for me. Like I thought that was your favorite just based on yeah what I fucking seen from you. Yeah, oh, no, but, RE four is my favorite, hands down. Okay, so like, how would you rank this amongst like all the uh, like other RE games? Like, so I'm gonna I'm just gonna list off my top five. Okay. Um. My top five games, obviously number one, Resident Evil 4. Mm-hmm. Easy. Uh, number two, it's going to be RE2 Remake. Mm-hmm. Easy. I love what they did with it. It was fantastic. Yeah. Number three, RE2, the classic. Yeah. Because it's still a fantastic game even today. Even with the mm-hmm. remake out, it's still a fantastic fucking game. Um, number four, I'm going to say RE8. RE8 is in there because RE8 really fucking, like, it just did great. It did fantastic. Yeah. Um, and then I think five would be Veronica. Code Veronica is really fucking good, mm-hmm. in my in my opinion. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. I like it because of the memes <laughs> with Steve, but uh, that's that's literally mine. Um, that's that's good. So because I thought I was like, I wasn't sure where you're like categorizing. Like you're like, oh, it's probably it was really good game, but more like mid tier for Ari. But it seems like it's still in the upper echelon of like how you would rank Ari game. Yeah, like for me, like it. RE8 would definitely be a recommendation. Like, if I'm going to be like, hey, you got to play these games, like, you got to play RE7, RE8 for sure. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, those are good games. And that's the thing, though. Like, you have to, I feel like, like, in your opinion, do you, do you, do you think you have to play RE7 to get RE8? I, I think we, like, we talked at the beginning of the game. I feel like it would hit harder, especially again, like, with Ethan dying. I, cause that almost 
choked me. I was like, I'm like, oh fuck, dude, because like, you can only imagine like you're going all, like through all this struggle, fucking, literally going through hell. Yep. Uh, just for your daughter, and then for it to like, to go out like Chris, I need you to like to always take care of her because you know you find out you've been, you know, dead, and then you can't be there for her anymore. You just did your mission. You did everything a father could. You fucking got your daughter back. And now it's time to sacrifice your own life just to granted it's always like super cheesy when like shows or like games do they're like oh he risked you know he, he like he sacrificed himself for us it's like well no he could have just gotten in the fucking helicopter and then blown it up as like with you guys but still he you know like still some symbolic right he went out and then just blew it up i also love i almost want to take that still of him ethan like you see his back and then you see like the um the hive mind or whatever whatever it's called the mold just like oh yeah forming on top of them. that was a really cool i'm not sure if you i was like oh shit that looked beautiful that looked mm-hmm. awesome so to me it felt uh, like going back to the question i think it for sure if you played re7 it would it would hit different it would hit like to another level like mm-hmm. oh shit that's because it almost feels like the end of this little story right like the louisiana slash village story so yeah um, yeah, I definitely feel like you should. It would amplify it more. You'd get, you know, the people more. Because I was, to be honest, man, I was a little lost with uh, the Evelyn part. Because I remember through the walkthrough, just like reading into it, I'm like, I wasn't really yeah knowledgeable of like how that was like, you know, affected this part. So for sure, I would recommend playing RE7. Okay, uh, yeah. This one. And I would say the same, like honestly, because uh, I, I mean, eventually you'll you'll see that part in the VOD, but like when she comes out, I'm just like, oh my fucking god like it's just like what the fuck and then the fact she's like you've been dead this whole time i'm just like i was literally just like my mind was blown i think i even stopped talking for like a good five ten minutes or whatever like i was speechless i was literally speechless when they explained that but it made sense though because that's why like in re7 Mm -hmm. there's a part um there's a part in the (laughs) kata there's a part in the game where uh when you're getting closer to the end uh or when you get when you get captured by by evelyn in the mold and you, you're like entrapped in the mold casing where you get to play as mia yep. um you have that that quote-unquote dream where you meet up with jack baker and he's like oh it's okay yeah, son yeah, it's yeah. okay like uh, you know like the, we, we used to be like a peaceful family and then evelyn did this to my family and you know yeah, like, like, I didn't, that's not us that's not yeah when yeah. he's like sitting you down yeah yeah it happens because you're connected oh my fucking god dude. oh my right because you died there because you're, you're dead already so you're able to communicate with jack as a fucking person that's the only reason why you have that holy bro fuck. right right when did re7 come out uh 2017 2017 20- yeah <sighs> yeah you for sure had to play fucking i could only imagine you as a fan who played that and then like you make that connection <laughs> Like dude, fucking explode! Like I was mind. speechless, bro. Like you'll see it. I was fucking speechless because I I was connecting all the dots, dude. I was like, That's oh my some god, fucking Marvel Cinematic Universe type, shit. right? Like like ten years in the making. No, yeah, but like like fucking insane. It was it was like because because of him being dead and being connected mm-hmm. to the mold because it's a fucking hard drive. That's how you're able to have that conversation with dude, with Jack. Because I I always found that scene kind of weird. I was like, why, why, how, how is this happening? Am I just dreaming this? Like, yeah. it, it is never really explained, but now it is. It's because Jack is dead, 
obviously, obviously the whole Baker families are dead. So you're able to contact. It it was Jack finding you in the mold saying, Hey, like you're still out there. I need you to do this for me because we share the same consciousness in a, in a sense. You know what I mean? Um, Oh my God. And that's why that, that, that means so much more now because now like you're, you, you, ah, like Jack is living through you at that point. Yeah. yeah, You know what I mean? And it's just, it's so crazy. He's, it's so crazy, dude. And um, um, I love that. How did he kill you, by the way? So apparently the way that they described it is uh, when he fucking dropped, or not dropped, when he like curb stomps you. That's, he, really? That's when you die? You I died. him dragging you. Or yeah. Like when he's dragging you in, I'm like, I thought, no, that makes sense. But, yeah. Literally, Evelyn is like, you died when Jack attacks you. And it's it, when he yeah. punches you and he like stomps on your fucking face. I'm assuming he like snapped your neck. He's, he just died. Yeah. So that's where you died. Is that and that's what's so funny because even before you know we both i think you did finish the game uh i was like why does fucking ethan's arms just keep getting fucked up yeah and then and then she even like evelyn's like why do you think you you know you take so much damage it's exactly like, oh, evelyn evelyn was like like us in a sense she's like explaining all the questions we had she's like you've been through all this shit like you've gotten stabbed how many yeah. fucking times and you just walk oh, away God. <laughs> Like you, you, you get stabbed. You get your arms cut off. You get your fingers bitten off. Like he would have. This guy would have bled out the first one hundred percent. You know, ten minutes like of this game. The first encounter, because <laughs> didn't. Oh, that was even when. Uh, what's your name? Your fucking. Was it when Mia like stabbed you with a screwdriver and, and seven like just straight through the fucking hand or whatever? Well, you're still human at that point. Exactly. Even yeah. then, it's like, like that's. Like the blood loss and all that shit. Oh yeah, die. yeah, yeah. Because like you get your hand cut off and he never cauterizes the wound, so you're yeah. just bleeding out right there. So yeah, that also takes effect too. Like you probably not only did Jack fucking curb stomp you, you also probably bled out on his floor right there. Yeah. You know? so um. And then uh, what's her face? The the sister staples your hand back together, but at that point you're yeah. molded. That shit was so funny. I love yeah. um, this game how he like he gets his hand cut off again yeah. and then pours the fucking shit like oh and then you start moving your fingers again. Yeah, that was I'm like I yeah. face palmed. I was like, oh my fucking god, that makes no sense, but now it does but make sense. But now it does, yeah. Now it does make sense because he's a fucking molded. Dude, I for sure in this lifetime want to use that fucking juice. Just Dude. I don't know why it felt I love the like the healing mechanic of this game. You just pour the fucking serum on your hand like yeah. <laughs> Oh, like Kato brings up a good point. Jack teaches him about that in RE7. He does because there's a there's a hidden cutscene that you can get when um when you're trying to run away from Jack at the very beginning of the game when you're like within the kitchen mm-hmm. or whatever. Um, if you go into a room and Jack is right behind you, there's a little cutscene where he cuts off Ethan, uh, he cuts off his leg, right? Mm-hmm. And um, and he cuts off the leg, and you're like away from him and jack literally like like russian squats by the door and he puts the vial right there and he's like come get it basically so you have to crawl and you get the thing and then like you you pour it on your foot and it attaches and like you both look at each other he's like that's pretty crazy right like look what you can do i yeah. think that was him saying like hey dude you're like, fucking hey, molded look what you can yeah, do you're molded yeah that's so <sighs> Just part of the hive, man. Yeah, the hive mind thing is crazy. Yeah, yeah. Pete, Pete did mention it. Yeah, Pete says he takes off the bottom, the bottom off your leg. It's like the foot, basically, like your ankle or whatever. Yeah. Um, That's crazy. Yeah, the hive mind thing. Um, it originated from there. The mold originated from this area. It's, it's Mm -hmm. crazy. So that means if we continue, uh, so really quick, 
Um, really quick, I just wanted to point this out. Chris Redfield feels guilty about Ethan's death, right? Yes. Yeah. But he doesn't realize it is that no matter what he would have done, he was going to kill Ethan, Ethan regardless. Yeah, yeah. Because his main goal was to get rid of the, the mega mitocyte, right? Yeah. Once that thing's gone, Ethan's dead. Ethan's dead. No matter what. So Chris was going to kill Ethan no matter no what. No matter what. So that's why it was. it's kind of crazy how that kind of played out. You know what I mean? Um, this dude. Kind of crazy how that played out. How, but, how do you think, uh, what do you think the next thing is? Do you think it's like, will it be them in Europe investigating, you know, um, what's that fucking, the BSAA? The BSAA? Uh, yeah. I don't think so because... Anything with the BSAA probably would have been taken care of way before because there's, um, you know, because he's like, set a course to Europe. We're going to go to the headquarters of BSAA. Like, literally then and there. So it's like, you'd think they would have taken care of that before Rose is a a full adult, you know? Um, That's what I'm saying. Like, do you think they'd put a DLC of them going actually to Europe? I would hope so. That'd be cool. I mean, because. In RE7, one of the DLCs was Chris's side story of him. It's called, like, I'm Not a Hero or whatever. And it's him going to find, uh, what's the, the son's name? The the fucking crazy dude. Oh. Uh, um, <sighs> is it the one who, like, does, like, the birthday shit? Yeah, yeah, him. You go, um, and, you go and find him, and, like, you he turns into, like, a tyrant and kill him and blah, 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 stuff. Uh, one second here. Uh, Pete says, all right, bro, I got to go lay down. This vaccine's kicking my ass. Have fun nerding out. Thanks, man. Thanks for hanging out. Um, I appreciate you as always. Uh, thank you very much for stopping by. And uh, rest right, easy, dude. man. Rest easy. That that vaccine shit's no joke. Rest easy. He's part of the mold now. He's part, part of the Welcome to the mold. <laughs> welcome, welcome to the families. Oh, my welcome God. That's what it means. Family, oh, my God. That's what it means. Holy fuck, dude. Uh, holy shit, dude. That's what it means. <laughs> I mean, welcome pro- to the family, son. Welcome to the family, son. He actually means it, dude. Um, actually, fucking means it. What's emotional? Everything hurts. Uh, I had explosion gift, dude. I'm sorry, man. Just rest up, man. It, it, you'll make it. You'll make it. Uh, Dennis oh. asks, uh, "What do you think what about the I? mods that have been coming out?" Uh, I I want to try them out. I think they're fantastic. <laughs> I want to see the Thomas the Tank Engine. Yeah. One. So oh, far, uh, so far, I've seen the Thomas the Tank Engine. I've seen the Barney one. Uh, baby, the Ric- Chris. baby Chris, Ricardo, um, and apparently there was one that Denizen just sent me right now on Discord where uh, the knife is a fly swatter <laughs> or some shit like that. So, Bro, did you? Okay, one th- one thing I thought you were gonna that knife that you pick up from the gravesite to kill Lady D with, or like you mm. stab her to transform her. I thought yeah. you were gonna find that shit again, but you never do, huh? Yeah, you never do. Um, it's just one of those one-off items that you use. I wish and, like, I wish you could get like a big ass Bowie knife. That'd be badass. Fucking Krauser's knife from RE4. Let's go. <laughs> um, yeah, how, I guess going into like the weaponry. How did you feel about like the guns and and this in this game? Yeah. So uh, yeah, this is a perfect time to talk about uh, the Duke. I guess. Uh, one second. Yeah, Duke. Uh, yeah, I guess. Uh, fucking, how do you feel about the new merchant? So I love the Duke. Aspect? I love the Duke. Yeah. The Duke was um, a great addition to this game. Um, mm-hmm. He is full of fucking mystery, and he knows a lot of fucking shit that you're just like, yes, how do knows. you how do you know all this shit? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, like the first off, the big one for me was he makes a joke of, "What are you buying?" Ah, my yeah. friend used to say that a lot. It's like, <laughs> it's like, so how are you connected? Like, tell me. You know? Yeah. 
yeah, or, yeah. And like automatically he's like, ah, Ethan Winters, nice to finally meet you. It's like, well, how the fuck do you know me? Exactly. You know, even at the um, end when he's like giving, getting you back to uh, before the boss fight, I think you ask him like, how do you? Oh yeah, you know? ask. He asked him. He's like, who or what are you? He's like, uh, I can't even answer that. Yeah. You know, it's like, exactly. what are you? <laughs> okay, they're part of the International Merchants Guild or something. <laughs> it's like Fight Club. The IMG. <laughs> yeah, the IMG. Never it's, badge and all that shit. It's the Fight Club of like the, the merchants. You can't talk about it. It never existed. Um, um, yeah, dude. Um, that that part I did love. Even like the big fat like aspect of it. I love his character design. I don't know. It gives me some sort of like a different vibe. I don't know. I liked it though. Like yeah. The way he looks, like even his like little store, like little wagon full of shit. Yeah, um, he's I also a great chef. Like, hello. Yeah, see, like, he's like. Oh, <laughs> um, did you? I you don't play Monster Hunter that much, but um. Yeah, when and, they fucking cook and stuff. Yeah, the, the the old school, like when you when you actually use the the barbecue spit and you're rotating the meat. There's a yeah. song that goes like dun 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 and he, awesome. you're supposed to take the meat off and it goes uh, like oh so tasty right yeah. I, I i i noticed that if you play that song the moment he starts cooking it, it actually matter. it matches <laughs> up bro it matches up but it's so cool um cicada says i thought maybe he moves his cart because of some mutation that he he masks or that he makes look like a huge gut until i actually saw his horse yeah the horse was uh i didn't see the horse till the very end of the game too uh, that poor fucking horse, by the way. Rest in peace, that horse. That horse is gonna die one of these days. <laughs> it's gonna just die of a heart attack. I, I wish to pull they did because isn't Monster Hunter's uh, by Cap? Yep, it's Capcom. Well. Yep, mm-hmm. that's so funny. That I kind of wish they left that Easter egg in there as well. Um, but yeah, um, so I just thought that was pretty pretty funny. Uh, but yeah, mm-hmm. the, the Duke. So the Duke knows like a lot of fucking. Oh, oh, I, I like. So remember, remember when you when you leave the dollhouse. Right, and you see him again. Yeah. He's holding a fucking doll from that house. Did you Is notice he? that? Did you not notice no. that? Oh my god! Yeah. So if you go back and look at it, when you come out of the dollhouse and you talk to him, he's like, "Ah, oh, look, yeah, porcelain dolls. Everyone loves them. You know what I mean?" And it's yeah. like, it's like I, I made the joke with like, "You motherfucker," <laughs> you know. And then, yeah. and then, um, when you when you beat uh, Moreau, uh, he's holding a jar of a fucking cadao. The same jar that's in Kado's room with the TV, mm-hmm. he's holding that jar, and it's like, how are you getting this shit, how are you bro? Get, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, how are you getting this before I even get to you? Like, how, like what? Like, you think I would hear you fucking walking? Like the earth? It has to be some sort of because <laughs> even in my head, I'm like, it's really fucked up. But like, how? Like, if you're that fat and that big, like, how do you get? Like walk out to the middle of nowhere, pick up Ethan, and then put him his, his ass like in the cart, and then fucking that too. Like how how does that happen? Like, like he has to be like some sort of like other like life form, you know what I mean? Or like or yeah. it has to be connected as well. He's gonna have some type of mutation or infection or something because like that's just like first off he knows so much information. Um, he like he's your guide for part of the game too because he's like when you come back from the castle. He's like, yeah. oh, you need to go find my friend at the red chimney because he has some important information. And he's like, oh, did you, did you find what you're looking for or whatever? And it's like, how do you know so much? And he like explains about the the lords and like all their stuff. And it's like, dude, how do you know all this information? Mm-hmm. Like, like for what, sure. what the fuck? <laughs> you know? It's fucking awesome. 
Um, yeah, like, and not to. So one thing I will say I fucking didn't expect about the game is the book that Mia is reading is pretty much breaking down like the actions of like the game as well. I love like, that. It's like it's like oh fuck, and I didn't really make the connection until uh, Duke actually tells you. Oh, out here, and they say there's a sea monster in these parts of the water, and it's mm -hmm. you know, and then also he's in that factory mill. It's like, oh shit! It's like talking about the story. Yeah, and then I, they like reiterate it at the end, at the end credits. Yes, and that's what I love. I love that. No matter how many times you hear the story, it always cuts off right after they mention the witch, and yep. then you're like, okay, well, how does the story end? You play the ending because mm -hmm. you know the father sacrifices himself so the mother and daughter can get away, and he's like, yep. and he's like, yep. save our daughter, and then like they fight, and then you know he dies or whatever. It, it that the the village of shadows or that's what it's called, right? Village of shadows, whatever. Yeah. Um, that is Re Eight. That whole that fairy tale, mm -hmm. beat for beat, and it's funny because like, you know, obviously at the beginning of the game, Mia's reading it to Rose. Well, that's that's fucking Miranda, bro. Yeah. That's what's fucking crazy. Like she's breaking down literally what she's doing, like what she, she has going on. Too. She's she's breaking down her plan right in front mm -hmm. of you, and she's also reading how she's gonna die. <laughs> like it's just... I also love that that art style. I know you haven't seen like all of the Harry Potter's, but yeah, at the end of it, they do not to spoil anything for you, but there's these things called the Deathly Hallows, and the way they like they show that in the movie, mm -hmm. they do a similar art style, which it's fucking it's beautiful, it's awesome. It, so. The art style reminded me of like fucking uh, Caroline. I don't know if you ever seen yeah. that movie. Yeah, um, mm, like yeah, 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 for sure. I like that. I like the. I like that style of it. Uh, it was used appropriately. You know what I mean? Because it, it felt like a Tim Burton fucking movie. <laughs> you <laughs> yeah, know what like, I mean? Fucking, yeah, yeah, for sure. Uh, um, it was used appropriately, and I like that. And I want to kind of go back to that mention of uh, Miranda being Mia the whole time. I yep. fucking called it. Me and Kata called me it the whole time. Yeah. You know, because I, because I think I mentioned it in my playthrough uh, at the very beginning is when Mia gets shot, the very first time, she literally looks at the bullet and then she looks in the distance. She has like a like an angry face for a second, and then she gets a gun down really quick. You know what I mean? And it's like yeah, a yeah. split second. Like it's like they don't they wouldn't put that detail unless there was something for it. You know what I mean? And, for sure. And Kata and I talked about it. And Kata, we were, we were talking about the, like the actual like like the physical body would be feeling that yet because it'd be in shock still. And it's yep. like I get that, I get that, but it just seemed odd. And then like she gets gunned down, and she's still like breathing and like still going ah. And then like um, yeah. right before uh, Chris comes in and like unloads like the whole clip, <laughs> she's still alive. And it's like how are you alive still? You literally took like I'm assuming like these high caliber rounds in your body. Mm -hmm. Like yeah, they were through a suppressor, but you're still getting fucking hit. Like you're you're this Dude, bitch no is dead. What, yeah. This bitch was so dead like ten minutes ago, you know. I think I think that's also they try to do like that uh, reversal on like, gosh, you guys, Chris might be a bad guy. He yeah. It. Like, oh my god, I love that. By the way, um, that's when I knew something was up. Like something had to be like wrong because there's like even though in a world where I would be interested in chris like going rogue and being a bad guy but at the same time like he's such a you know vital part of like the good guys yeah that i don't think they would do that just yet or you know so i feel like there was something fishy and i mean just right off the bat something monroe oh uh, yeah i was I, <laughs> I did laugh how um i'm back, the best <laughs> going back going back to like uh if you should play re7 
dude, I could only imagine if you only you know, play RE7, you're like, oh god, and you're like, okay, I'm gonna play RE8. First fucking opening minutes, Chris just to Mia, like he was just dying over trying to yep. save her in like the other game, just yep, dude, just fucking. Um, I'm I like the way they portrayed Chris in this story because uh, Chris is obviously so you know, the history of Chris, he, he was just a, a stars unit, uh, got involved with the Arclay Mansion oh, incident. Yeah. And, you know, became from there. He went to uh, Europe with Jill to fight Spencer. Uh, then he went on other Jill. adventures. Africa. 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 He became the BSAA. All this stuff. So he's seen some shit, right? Yeah. So when they were advertising Chris being, you know, this this entity that comes in and just kills me and takes Rose from Ethan, you're like, oh, my God, what the fuck? Like, what is going on with Chris, right? And all the promotional stuff has like uh, the picture of it's him, like half his face, and then the other half is a werewolf or a lichen. Yeah, that's what I do. I and I was going to turn into a fucking lichen. I thought too. Like I thought this was going to be the end for Chris because like the way they were talking about it, it seemed like I thought like it was going to be that story of like, oh, I have to do this because it's the only way I can get the cure or or something like that. You know what I mean? But no, he was just trying to save you from Miranda. But like why what what would have taken 10 minutes to be like hey that's not mia get in the car we gotta talk like they, they could have they could have just done that like, they, don't get involved ethan yeah the whole time he's like i don't you know don't get involved ethan like stay down it's like like dude just tell him what's going on and I, ethan would have been like okay 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 what's the next step Where, where's mia let's find her like what's the next step because he's no longer like this wouldn't be like new to him it'd be like okay yeah let, let's let's what the fuck's going on let's figure this shit out but instead, Chris Chris had to be, like, mysterious about it. And so that's why I was like, okay, so he's a villain. He's straight up a villain. Like, whatever, he's a villain. But then, the moment I, I gave up that whole villain thing was when you meet him at the water, right? Yeah. Because he makes the effort to push you out of the way. Yeah, he's like, don't get involved, Ethan. Yeah, and then, like, literally, just, just with that act of, like, some quote-unquote kindness, yeah. I, I immediately was like, okay, Chris is a good guy still. He's still on our team he's just doing something shady still like we, we obviously we don't know what's going on yet but we know that there's something that he's not telling us but he's still the good guy and i i lost that instantly of the whole like chris is evil oh my god no that, that that went away the moment i saw that scene and um but it's still it's the same it's the whole thing of like just tell ethan and this whole thing could have been avoided like we could yeah, we could have just fucking like nuked video game, you know movie shit like yeah video games in a video game um yeah well like like just like the what is is like dude you tell ethan the situation he's like all right nuke this shit and we nuke him we're good to go <laughs> like you know what i mean like that's all good like that's just what could have happened but um dude, i love yeah yeah this character model everything the guns dude. the like, mission you do Oh Bad. yeah, the guns. We never talked about the guns. Oh, yeah, um, back to the guns. Yeah. So how well, did you feel about like the guns? Uh, the guns were good. Um, they handled well, but they also handled poorly. But that's what gave you the fear. Mm -hmm. Um, I liked my favorite gun was the M1911. Uh, just because I'm pretty sure you might know why, but it yeah. brought back the the zombies and the yeah, you know. Yeah. Um, M1911 was good. The upgrade system was pretty good, but uh, I just. I just don't like I didn't like the um like how pathetic the shotguns were in my opinion. Yeah, that that one was especially against the metal guys. Mm -hmm. That was like sometimes really um underwhelming. And even some of like the lichen like cuz you'd fucking take a couple rounds of shotgun 
and put one down. Yeah. It's like, I get there are, you know, werewolves, but I don't know, man. It's a shotgun, so. Well, um, my thing was like the shotguns, they just shot too fucking slow, dude. Yeah. Like. Yeah, the, the rate of fire. Okay, so really quick, Kata said two things here. He said, well, uh, this is an unfortunate trope in Japanese media. A ton of anime, for instance, have plots that revolve entirely around the I cannot mention anything or the story will not happen. Yeah, that's that's yeah, that's oh, yeah, basically what it is. That's part of like the storytelling. You yeah, can't just be you know, like, game. there's an easy fix to the main. Yeah, yeah we're, we're playing the pronoun game. You know, the, oh, he can't do this or she can't do this. Yeah. You know, the, the, you got to have a reason for the plot. And that's it was forced in a sense in that aspect. Um and then yeah, shotguns have they the shotguns were powerful, but they had just a shitty rate of fire. Like yeah. there was there were segments yeah. where like I would shoot a shotgun and like I'd have to like I was like mashing the trigger and it's like where's my gunshot, bro? Like because <laughs> yeah. like in Resident Evil 4 or you know any other Resident Evil game so far, like you can upgrade the rate of fire. And like for instance, RE4, you can get the uh the pump action shotgun, the first yeah. one you find in the house. If you max out the fire rate, you're just like like yeah you're just good to go this one like he shoots he cocks it and then you have to like wait a second before you can shoot again and it's like bro i need this to come out faster you know yeah 100 um yeah as far as like base game uh favorite weapon would probably have to be the sniper i love the way it looked i love the way that it was actually i think really because i think the other recollection of is five and four with the sniper is actually really good in those ones as mm-hmm. well um i love the classic just fucking headshot like yeah fucking. that was good um but as far as like overall if i got to choose one chris's ar with a suppressor i don't know why i Dude. love this about horror games or like more zombie stuff i love it when they use the suppressor on like an ar back to like what i mentioned to you uh off stream i think my favorite gun out of all the RE games is the RE2 remake when um the Mac 10 yeah. was suppressor that you yep. deck out. Um yeah, that that for sure was uh I don't know. I love the suppressed guns, so Chris's AR for sure. And I did like one thing that was a little off, but I didn't mind it and I kinda liked it. A little brutal was the fucking hunting the animals to like upgrade health oh and... yeah that was it made me uncomfortable and sometimes yeah, especially the pigs i'm like oh shit you're like staffing them and they're like running around yeah because like, like the, the chickens would die in one shot and same with the fish uh, and the fish yeah but then like the pigs and the goat you're just like oh i'm so sorry like stab, I, I, sniped the goats. I saw the goats i'm like what the fuck and they just <laughs> like that fucking TikTok with the dog. Gotta gotta <laughs> gotta show him how how good he has <laughs> it. <laughs> oh, no, that's fucked up. But yeah, no, it was it was a little uncomfortable sometimes stabbing the pigs trying to get the meat mm-hmm. and whatnot. It, it was. I did like it though. Uh, like as in like cooking all the stuff. I I don't know. It was a fun oh yeah. I like that mechanic. I think that's a great mechanic. The cooking to improve your permanent stats. That that's awesome, dude. That's, I like yeah, that's, that. That's sick. Um. It, it, it basically right. makes you like it forces you to explore so you can get those upgrades so you can yeah, become better fucking, mm-hmm. uh coolest weapon for sure has to be the the revolver the fucking wolf the what's it called the wolfen something the wolfen yeah the wolfsbane whatever gun that revolver yeah that's bad shit dude, that, that was dam- oh my god dude the damage on that <sighs> thing fully max i don't think i don't remember how much it was but mm-hmm. 
Shoosh, that shit was fucking dude max that thing out get all the attachments for it at the end of the game you can uh unlock infinite ammo for it not surprised yeah it's fucking... so uh kind of going into more like after the game spoiler stuff here uh when you beat the game you obviously unlock mercenaries mode and you unlock the challenges thing where you can use your points to buy shit you yeah. can literally buy you could buy two assault rifles um you could buy the hand cannon you could buy the lightsaber the the chris's knife um you could buy another gun i believe and then you could buy infinite ammo for all those guns too oh my god and the the catch though is to unlock the criteria to get infinite ammo is you have to not only max out the gun stats but you also have to have all the attachments on it too at the end of the game um oh really so it gives you that incentive to go hunting for it so like for me like the m1911 i had all the attachments and i maxed it out so i bought infinite ammo for that now I bought Chris's suppressed rifle because you can buy that gun in the the, the thing afterwards, Ooh. and it's automatically fully loaded. So you just buy the infinite ammo after that, and so now I'm running around with that gun, infinite ammo. <laughs> like <laughs> oh it's fuck. it's pretty fucking cool. There is one gun that you unlock after you do the Village of Shadows difficulty, which is you you die in like one hit, two hits, whatever. Um, there, it's called the uh, grenade pistol. It literally shoots grenades, apparently, like, or, or like explosive pistol or some shit like that. Like That's I'm like, dude, I want that, dude, I want that. Like those um, like uh, modded out from zombies. Those like yeah, the 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 yeah. Mustang and Sally. Yeah, yeah. Um, I guess this is a good time to also talk about the challenges that we have to do. I, I have you touched mercenaries yet? I have not because I just beat the game. So okay, I haven't touched it yet either. Um, from what I've been like reading and stuff it's not terrible but it's not great compared to like re4 and re5's mercenaries which is totally fine they didn't have to give us this but they did so that's Mm -hmm. awesome that's great um one of the challenges though is to beat the game with knife only Ooh. and there's only two segments that you can shoot and that's heisenberg's final boss area where you have we're gonna tank that doesn't count Ah, wait hold on let me try to get the other one yeah. Heisenberg's and No, you can she lands. Lady lands when she's in dragon. Uh, uh Is it the how do you kill No, you can stab him with the fish. Fuck, what's the other one? Uh it's so right when you're about to finish off uh Miranda, there's is the point where you just start shooting like crazy because it just says shoot, shoot, shoot. Oh. Like, Oh, yeah, 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 Remember? yeah, yeah. That that's the second part because at that part you have to keep shooting and it just gives yeah. you, it just pulls out your gun automatically. You have to shoot. Mm-hmm. So those two are the only times you can shoot your gun. Besides that, well, I mean, you can shoot your gun. You just can't kill any enemies with the gun. So like you can. Yeah, why'd you even take the risk? Exactly, though? but like you know, like to shoot the bells, you have to use the gun. Oh yeah, have, or like get know, the meat and stuff from the burn. Exactly. Oh. So, um. It's basically saying like a knife only run, you can't kill any enemies with a gun. So that's one of the challenges. Another challenge is to beat the game in under three hours. I feel like 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 I mean for me not doable, but I was watching that speedrun and he's being pretty efficient. So I feel like that could be doable. Yeah, d- dude, it's insanely that, hard. Yeah, like my standard uh hold on, what was my standard run? I took a picture of it, I posted it somewhere. Uh my standard run Oh here it is. My standard quote unquote speed run was three hours and twenty two minutes. Like I'm almost, oh, yeah. there. I'm almost there. Um, fucking the uh, what should I call it? Other challenges are how fast you kill the boss. 
So remember yesterday, I think I was talking to you. I was like, I was nine seconds. Remember, mm-hmm. um, there is a challenge for beating Heisenberg. If you can kill him in under four minutes, that's a challenge. I was nine seconds away from that. Oh, um, fuck. Lady Dimitris or the uh, Dimitris. Yeah. Um, hers is like three minutes. Kill her in three minutes. Uh, mo- the fucking crazy one is the fish guy. Kill him in under a minute. How the oh, fuck? You, you know, you know how you do that? How? My fu- um. The speedrunner guy I was running, he was in a corner uh, when he would jump up to the top of the roof, right? And then he would, like, get in a corner and then just stack landmines in one corner. Oh. And then you knock him down and he falls right on top of you and then he just triggers a landmine. Oh. I feel like that's probably the best way to do it. But it has to be under a minute, though. I wonder. Like, yeah, but yeah, I, I could try that out. Um, So there's that. One achievement or one challenge is to... Never organize your inventory, which is kind of weird. Oh, God. Yes. Uh, and then another one is to never use stacked items in your inventory. So, like, uh, I don't know what that means exactly. So, I'm assuming, like, you can't use landmines that are, like, stacked up or whatnot. Mm-hmm. I, I don't I don't know. Um, there is an achievement for... Uh, these are... I'm just trying to remember these off the top of my head. There's an achievement for... Um, whatchamacallit? Never buying anything. Uh huh? There's an achievement for having 777 money of any type. So, like, either 777, 77,777, 700. Yeah, there's like a combination of yeah, sevens. Uh, there's also the one where it's like uh, have a combination of nine, eight, seven, six, five, four, three, two, one in money, like something like that. Like, it's, it's just weird. It's, uh, it's these weird challenges. Um, there's one of like, oh, Oh, uh, you know the big hammer guy at the very beginning yeah. of the game, the village? Yep. You can kill him there. At the beginning? Yeah. That's huh. a challenge. So if you kill him there, that, that gives you a challenge reward. Does he uh, show up back? Up uh, the, I assume the so. I assume so. I mean, it's gotta, but... That'd be funny if he didn't. Right, you just, like, you just skip uh, that segment. Guys? Oh, it's, it's just a damage check? Oh, gotcha. Yeah, there's a there's an achievement or a challenge for killing him because I did it the other day or yesterday when I was practicing the speed run. Um, I just fucking unloaded the machine gun on him and he died. Oh, yeah. If you're doing too well, let the hammer man at you. Oh, oh, you're talking about like to survive the the village. Gotcha. Yeah, that that is definitely a damage check area and or time event. Dude, um, fucking, I don't know why this popped in my head, but one of the jump scares of this game that got me so good the window is the window look out the window in i'm like look at the window and i'm like you know doing like what do you mean and then fucking and then fucking like and just pops up in front of you i love the fact that if you don't even look at the window you just know the code it doesn't pop up for you at all yep it's only it's a one-time thing dude because the code is 070408 so now that you know that you never had to go back to that fucking do it God. But that is, that is a clever that is a clever jump scare though. I like that. That was clever. It wasn't just like a stupid one. Yeah. Um, I'm surprised they never made something jump out of you like from a closet. Like you know how you open drawers I and closets expecting, a lot. I would aim my gun at every outhouse, fucking closet. Yeah. Because I thought <laughs> the outhouses, <laughs> dude, like, even even the fucking well, dude. I thought we used dude, a crane same, to like look same. <laughs> Like, I'm like one of these motherfuckers are gonna be on top of the wall. You're just gonna bring him up and he's gonna jump at you. Guaranteed. Yeah, like same. Like I, I think you, I like 
you'll see in a VOD is like every time I, I do the well, I always like step back with my gun aimed at it because <laughs> I'm like, something's good. One of these is going to have a motherfucker. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, I just have too much PTSD from like other oh, things. Dude, I, this game freaked me the fuck out, man. Freaked me the fuck out. But it was good. Um, so really quick, we've been doing this for two hours <laughs> already. Uh, this is going to be a great, great uh, podcast or whatever you want to call it. Um, but I don't want it to go on much longer. I will still yeah. continue the stream, but I do want to end the quote unquote podcast segment here. Um, final thoughts on Resident Evil 8 Village, if, or whatever you want to call it. Um, what is your rating out of 10? And what do you hope to see in the next one? For me, it was a. I think for me, it was a for sure. 9.5 out of 10. I haven't had this much fun in a video game in such a long time, especially just how it is right now. It's really hard for a game to capture me and be like immersed, like to the point where I spent a whole day and afternoon playing it. And like I said, how we just talked for two hours, every aspect was so different, so refreshing. I was scared. I was like hyped with Chris doing like the fucking COD mission to like all the boss fights to like we didn't even touch on this a lot but the game looks absolutely beautiful oh like, yeah especially the first pov like that view you get when you see the whole village amazing yeah. like i would thought i was gonna be lacking since i'm still on a on a 1070 but still even on the 1070 looked amazing so for me for sure 9.5 out of 10 what i hope to see in the future see this is where it gets tricky because uh i'm not sure i i would like another first person game in like this aspect but i also wouldn't mind i also am a big fan of like the over the shoulder kind of going back to like some of the other characters like main character group and seeing where they're at uh at this far in this you know at this point in the story so that's kind of what i want to see is maybe uh kind of retouching with like what's going on with like the other main group yeah and the one after that going back to like kind of this ethan you know finish finishing the story of the winters and you know fucking seeing where that goes so that's what i hope for what, okay. what about you um yeah i'm uh kind of the same bow i would give it um i think i mentioned it yesterday uh, i want to give this game like a solid like if i'm being a fan like just a pure fan mm-hmm. uh 10 out of 10 yeah. easy 10 out of 10 um I th- oh, Kata says really quick. I think the doll segment really showed that a first-person Silent Hill can and would be absolutely terrifying. Yeah. Absolutely. Uh, <laughs> really. Side note, dude. What the fuck happened to PT? Please, Konami, release that. Give us PT. That that, that with Norman Reedus <laughs> would have been fantastic. Yeah. Um, but going back to Resident Evil as a fan, ten out of ten. Um, story beats were great. The the lore room and the huge like, you know, M Night Shaman twist at the end. You know, yeah. fucking. The, the reveal like you're dead the whole fan. time yeah. yeah like you know like <laughs> yeah you've, you've been dead this whole time um fucking amazing that was awesome i was jaw dropping for me i literally like did not know what to say i was lost for words it was so fucking cool it was dope um but as a critic if i'm gonna go like you know like uh, you know this game does this this game does mm-hmm. that as a critic i'm gonna give it an eight um that's still really high but that's the, still really good. Yeah. yeah, the reason why I give it an eight is because, uh, not because it's Resident Evil Eight, but because it's there's there's a couple of things that 
one it pulls you from the game and that's the biggest thing like i'm the biggest thing when it comes to immersion like when i'm playing a game i want to be sucked into the world like i don't want to like you know like when you're watching a movie and yeah. you're like really zoned in and then like you kind of like look to the side of the corner of the screen and you're like oh shit like i'm actually like out of it now like i just lost it like i lost my flow or whatever mm-hmm. the the game did that to me quite often where it's like i just lost whatever i was into because you know the whole sold that thing the whole yeah. you know ethan just gluing his arm back together because again i didn't know why that was capable it's just his hand got back on like yeah there's a couple of things that just were like weird uh, and then mechanic wise you know the gunplay was a bit tricky to get used to like really rough at first um because like the the fucking lichens would like dodge across the screen they would rush you and, I, and that's the difficulty and that's fine i like difficult games i like challenges but if the game is playing against you i don't it's not fair in a sense yeah. but um yeah eight, uh, as a critic eight out of ten as a so fan, overall like uh, nine overall right? nine yeah overall nine yeah, yeah overall this game's a nine out of ten um a strong nine out of ten like a, a definitely a nine out of ten with a you know definitely i'm gonna recommend this game as much as i can to people who want to play this game like you yeah, should definitely check sure. this game out. You should definitely check this game out. Nine out of ten. Uh, Kata says, "What really made me go, uh, quote unquote, what? Isn't that he glutes his arm back on, but that it even fixed the sleeve of his jacket? Yeah, yeah. Also, a uh, really quick note: that jacket, uh, he gives it to Rose at the very end. Yeah, she's wearing she's it, still yeah. wearing that jacket years later. That's yeah, so cool. That's really cool. That's so cool. That was a nice little detail there. Uh, but I agree. Yeah, Kata has a good point. That that was definitely like a what the fuck? Like everything's oh, yeah. sewn back so perfect. Like what the fuck? Yeah. Um, what I would like to see next. Um, I would like to see where the other characters are. Um, I want to see. Well, obviously, I would love to see Leon again. But yeah, I, 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 I honestly want to see where Jill and Claire. I want. Kata? I think Kata's at his house. Uh, Kata's down the road, right? Yeah. Um, no, I want to see. Uh, I want to see a game that has Jill and Claire together um we haven't yeah. we haven't had that yet i would love to see jill and claire work together i think that'd be a fantastic game um just them dealing with something that'd be fantastic so girls th- get it done <laughs> girls get it done um yeah. that would be what i would like to see next uh obviously i want to know more about rose and what she's what she's doing um i want to know more about what the future holds for our characters but uh yeah give me a game with jill and claire that'd, that'd be dope we don't maybe another new male protagonist since we have to replace ethan now but uh yeah god is his story the father's story is done so maybe mia might come out and do something i don't know you know what i mean like yeah or the daughter obviously rose is going to be important now so we'll see what we what we come up with well what the capcom comes up with um they did say that the next game they're releasing you know re4 remake most likely um (sighs) Dude, that's gonna be so insane. Yeah. So we'll see how that goes. But RE4 remake should be dope. Um, I know some people are kind of on the fence about it. I'm interested. You, yeah, I'm interested. I would love to see you know RE4 with today's engine and graphics. Like, dude, that's beautiful. I mean, granted, RE4 is perfect the way it is now. Definitely, like, a per- like RE4 in my eyes is perfect. Like, holy shit. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, I I wouldn't mind seeing another version of it. I want to see my my bae Ada. Ada Wong, yeah, let's yeah, that's yeah. Where's she at? You know, like where yeah. where is where is she? Like, and I'd like to see more of too. Where is she? Lady in red, son. The bitch in the red dress. Um, the bitch in the red dress. Yeah, that's good though. I'm excited. Yeah, Overall, man. great game. 
yeah overall great game guys if you haven't you know definitely check it out yourselves it's definitely a game to experience on your own um or in a group setting with friends like play like you know as a no, horror movie night. yeah play it alone obviously but you know if you have friends or like a sibling play with them um but yeah guys uh this was uh, I don't really have like a proper outro, but this is basically our first attempt at like somewhat of a podcast setting. I do want to keep kind of the doing these uh, every once in a while. I would say at least twice a month or so. Um, talk about, you know, games, movies, whatever. We just talked primarily about Resident Evil today because that was like we both just finished that. So we really wanted to talk about it. And mm. I literally like Joe, I literally called Giovanni and was like, dude, get on Discord. Let's let's talk about Resident Evil. I'm going to stream it. He's like, all right, bet. <laughs> like we we didn't even plan it we were just like let's just do this just do it right on the spot um <laughs> so yeah so no proper outro but uh i do appreciate uh if you have listened to the very end uh, i do appreciate everything and all the support as always make sure to follow us or well, follow me on twitch over at the one and only underscore cosplay and to also uh use the links that are there to support the channel if you have amazon prime go ahead and use that free sub to support the channel as well uh these will be uploaded hopefully to youtube you're probably listening to this on youtube and or spotify at this point in time um, so we're hoping to do that if anything we this also would just be a vod that you're watching so hi um giovanni do you want to plug in anything uh no <laughs> so giovanni's got nothing to plug in uh but this is giovanni a really good friend of mine he's hopefully will be part of this more often that'd be Definitely. dope that'd be fun, this um, is fun so. so again you guys thank you very much um we don't have any sponsors or anything like that but hopefully we'll get something in the future and with that being said though I do appreciate Look at the camera and just say one word and then end the stream. <laughs> just look at the camera. Any word, any word, and then say one word and then end the stream. Go. Thank you very much, guys. Have a good one. As always, I'll see you in the next one. Peace out. Bye.